2022. We're here. Good evening, everybody, and welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs, back from the holiday break and here to kick up season three with you. Season three, here we are, 2022. Another year has passed, and we enter another year with you, our favorite people in the community here at Talking Track. Who is here to celebrate 2022 with us? Who is kicking off season three in a Talking Track server? Sound off, you guys hit it. Let's see who's hanging out. What's up, Ivana Vano on 136? Thank you. Deuce is wild on 17. Lord Farquaad, server 146. What's up? Shout out. Captain Oblivious, Happy New Year from server 30. Thank you, JT Bob on 156. Tigora on 40. Bills Mafia says uh, only one win away from division champions. Congratulations there to Buffalo Bills on server 32. What's up, Grumpy Old Data Chief on 27. Yusuke on four, uh, 44. Beat for the Gods on 17. Archangel Cito on 15. Shimanzu on 153. What's up, Joker? <laughs> That's funny. Server 16 uh, says, On the sixth day of Christmas, Scopely gave to me 200 million par. <laughs> no, wait. Just kidding. Didn't didn't happen. Jerry Ryan on 146. <laughs> What's up? Lord Pete on 34. Thank you. And Honey on 10. Uh, Lynch on 56. Empty calories on 33. Scaly back from the Outback on 193. Truck and Chick uh, joining us from Server 26. Metal on 8. Send on 56. Jayberg on 32. Big Bag Ed. What's up, Eddie? Welcome, man. Welcome back from holiday break. Server 30 is in the house. What's up? Hammerhead on 174. 7 of 9 on 146. 12 on 22. Uh, Bieber Bieber watching the NFL over there in the UK. Hey, Jazzmeister, 167. Super Survivor on 26. Thank you, Steven Terrell, 129. Mentor on 59. Elemento P, Server 32. McNasty also joining us from Server 32. Rajal Ghul on 138. The Red Mage. <laughs> the Red Mage. I don't even know who that is. That's a name change. <laughs> I love it. Hey, what's up? Welcome into the show. Uh, let's see. Who else we got? We got Smoke Up. What's up on 16? Thank you. Raxnar, server 8. Captain Bull on the flagship, server 15. Fire Force, server 26. Let's go. Louis P on server 20. Rotifer on 17. That's right. We back. General Chaos. Happy New Year's, everyone. Server 187. Royal Power on 36. And how fitting. Uh, he throws up a meme of Betty White doing shots. Right there. You know what, Betty White? Love you. Love you. Love you. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome in. 115 additional messages uh, on our stage as we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Talking Trek. We took a little bit of a break, didn't we, Bubba Joe? Holiday holiday timeout, right? You know, a, a little siesta. A little siesta. You know, a lot of radio shows do take this last week off. I uh, I was listening to, you know, because I listen to a lot of radio. I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's my thing. So uh, I was listening. I was scanning through a lot this week because I was doing some traveling and driving around Bubba Joe. Everybody took the week off. So I don't feel quite so alone. It actually takes me back because when I did, you know, way back in the day when I was doing radio, this was also a week that we took off. We always took a vacation week this last week between Christmas and New Year's. So I know Counselor Q says it's been too long. I'm sorry. It's, you know, maybe next time we have to work on some kind of like a best of show because that's what everybody else did, Bubba. They, they just posted reruns. You know, maybe perhaps. There could be something in the works this year. I know that Snake Eyes has kind of let it uh, let has let the teaser slip, Bubba Joe. That uh, Talking Trek Internet Radio could be a thing 
in 2022. So perhaps, maybe possibly, we can get that thing up and going. Welcome uh, back, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Captain Oblivious says a New Year's resolution should be a new show every single day. I don't know about all that, Bubba. <laughs> that's that's um, a lot. I don't know about all that. Uh, what's up? I uh, want to welcome everybody into our stage. What's up, Gregor? Gregor is here. What's up? How are things out west? Is is this starting to cool off yet? Uh, it is. It cooled way off. Uh, it feels good now. Yeah. So it's been like crazy hot, but it's finally cooled off a little bit for you. I'll tell you, we've had a tremendous amount of rain. You guys know I live up on top of a mountain. So it seems weird that I should have water gathering anywhere, uh, but my garage has water in it right now. We have had a tremendous amount of rain. Uh, And tonight, (laughs) uh, for myself and most of the northeastern United States, it will turn to snow and ice. We're expected to get eight inches of snow tonight, Gregor. Uh, So (laughs) it'll be the first snow we've had all year. The first snow all year. We haven't even had so much as an inch on the ground all year long, and tonight we're going to get eight inches, so they say. Uh, Sounds like you have, like, the perfect sledding home. We do. As a matter of fact, today, Mrs. DJs went to uh, our local Wally World and purchased sleds, you know, like the dishes, you know, like the plastic. The discs? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Bought a couple of those so that the kids can, you know, break limbs. Uh, on. <laughs> I don't even know how fast they could go. I bet it's pretty freaking fast. Okay, like, we, there's no stopping. You could ride our mountain all the way down to the bottom. All right, like, it, it could be dangerous. Could be rocks and trees and cows you could run into. I don't, I don't know. The cheap version is just grab a garbage bag and wrap yourself in that. Yeah, I, yeah that's absolutely right. I could, do, I could do that with a garbage bag. But, uh, yeah, nonetheless, could, maybe possibly oblivious. We could do multiple shows this week if I get snowed in on top of my mountain. Bubba Joe out west uh, in the state of Washington. No snow for you guys, right? Well, I'm not in the state of Washington, but Seattle actually got the snow, <laughs> Seattle, which is completely unusual. Yeah, Seattle. Seattle usually doesn't get uh, doesn't get cold enough for snow, but they got the snow. Um, no, that's not true. Seattle gets snow, right? No, I got snow. Seattle. We never get snow. That truck and chick, you're down south. You said though, right? I'm in Washington. Oh, you okay? I got yeah. you. I got you confused. So you're in Washington. See, Bubba Joe. Here's what happened in the process of sending everybody's Christmas gifts. I got a, a sneak glimpse into where everybody's from. So uh, I got it a little bit, a little bit twisted there. So you got it all backwards. Got a little bit, yeah, got a little bit backwards. Karkins all the way over there in New Zealand, right? Stevens, Aaron. Uh, right, no, no. <laughs> up there in New Zealand, yeah. Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> all right, uh, welcome in everybody. Listen, we've got a lot to get to tonight, so uh, let's go ahead and oh, hold on, hold on. I have to welcome uh, my friend and co-host yet for another season here. Uh, good but evening I've to you, Bubba Joe is here. Welcome. Yes. Thank you, DJ. Well, I played the clip for Gregor. I was like, oh, you know, okay, we've well, got to get back to our roots, right? Yes. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Good, good deal. This, this right, goes with you. the music we had before show as well. Yes, uh, before the show, you guys got a little bit of a glimpse into my New Year's Eve playlist. I am uh, a super big dance head, especially when I'm in the mood for it. Uh, you know, sometimes I like my country, sometimes I like my my emo rock. Then, like this past week, I've been all about like late '90s, early 2000s house. I don't know why. Just I heard it on the radio, and I'm like, ooh. That's all I want to do for the next week. That's all I've been listening to. Even a lot of my old, my old tracks, Bubba. I used to do like a lot of mix shows and club shows and all that stuff. 
uh, back when you know, back when I did a lot of that stuff. Back in my younger days when I could still haul around crates of vinyl. I can't do that anymore. My, <laughs> can't can't do it anymore. <sighs> you don't need to do it anymore. No, now you just yeah, but there's a different feel. Digital is not the same. I do still know a couple of DJs that I keep in touch with who still use vinyl. Still to this day. As a matter of fact, I know a company. I still purchase from this company who still releases new hits on vinyl. Like, there's still a company out there that does it. I would imagine that there's probably only like 10 of us keeping them in business. Uh, (laughs) But there is still a company out there that will still sell new stuff on vinyl, so... Uh, anyway, good evening, everybody. Welcome into the show. We got a lot to get to uh, as we bid farewell tonight, Bubba Joe, to 2021 and uh, kind of give it its last uh, little bit of recognition. We are not going to grade the arc tonight. So I guess maybe there's still technically two shows, right, Bubba Joe, for 2021. Tonight is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to grade the show coming up this Wednesday. And then Sunday officially begins our new content. Looking forward, we've got a lot to uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, but before we do, uh, it would not be a show, and we cannot ignore season three, episode one. Any feature that cannot ignore any feature. So in fact, it is time to uh, check in with uh, news headlines from around the world, ladies and gentlemen from the Talking Trek News Studios. It's time for your stupid news. Stupid, stupid news. news. It is time for the news. News! News! Yes! News! (laughs) And honey, I love that. He said, my wife just heard you and says vinyl rocks. It does. Vinyl's amazing. All right? There's very few things that have the authentic sound of of vinyl. All right? I love the sound of vinyl. All right. Let's see what's going on, uh, Bubba Joe. Uh, Oh, Yes. This is great news. Guys, if we were looking for any reason that 2022 could be the best year ever, Bubba Joe, this is it. Ladies and gentlemen, a well-preserved embryo has been found inside a fossilized dinosaur egg. Yes, it's real, it's true, and now we wait, Gregor. Now we wait to see if scientists will use it to bring back the dinosaurs or if they learned their lesson from any one of seven Jurassic Park movies. All right. <laughs> this is not fake news. Legit, they have a, a, an embryo well-preserved, Gregor, of an actual dinosaur. Kind of jazzed about that. I think it could be terrible. Could also be awesome. What's up, 2022? I could see that being a thing this year. Throw in the trash. Just throw in the trash now. We don't need it. Year's over. It's done. We're already out, guys. All right. Like, this is it. This is number one on the list of things not to do in 2022. Uh, This actually happened over in the country of Ghana. A brawl broke out uh, this past week on the floor of Ghana's parliament as lawmakers debated a proposed tax on electronic transaction. Uh, This has divided their parliament house for weeks and weeks. So after hearing this news, of course, Americans became jealous that their own politicians can't handle things so diplomatically. Uh, Yeah, big fist fight, kicking and screaming and pulling hair. Anybody see that video? It's on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, A Swedish company, (laughs) 
<laughs> Bubba Joe. I don't know how you're going to react to this story, because... <laughs> a Swedish company, Bubba Joe, has created a microchip that can be implanted in your arm and scanned to track your vaccination status. It's a story. It's a real thing. In other words, folks, it's time to call your friend who you accused of believing in conspiracy theories and apologize. Okay? There is now... Yes, this is real. There is now a real microchip, Bubba Joe, that can be used to track your your vaccine status. Yeah. KFC. <laughs> I don't think that's stupid news. I'm I'm excited for that. Because then I don't have to keep <laughs> so you don't have to worry about it, right? Card anymore. There you go. Uh, no problem with it. KFC is giving fans Yeah, how about that NFL player who was just busted with a fake card? See, y'all gave Aaron Rodgers so much grief. All right, he's not. At least he didn't like forge documents. <laughs> I'm just saying, just trying to, just trying to help out my bro. Uh, KFC is giving chance, uh, giving fans a chance to win a three night stay, Karkin, at a KFC themed log cabin in the state of Kentucky. That's right. Oh, I want it. Yeah, three night stay in a log cabin in Kentucky. It's the perfect place to hold your next chainsaw massacre. Uh, <laughs> what's happening over? Is there a hole? Oh, there's holes. There's dark woods. There's a there's an old shed. You know, it's it's got the whole look. Uh, New York Jets head coach Robert. Uh, how do you say this, Bubba Joe? Robert S- Salah. Robert Salah. What is calling Coach Robbie? What is it? <laughs> Robert Sella. Sella. Sela, Sela, Sela. New York Jets head coach Robert Sela, uh, in fact, tested positive for COVID this past week. So now <laughs> he's coughing instead of choking. <laughs> oh, it's good. Get it? He's, Someone should check the score of that game. He's Jets, Jets guy. A man in Singapore posed as his brother to police in order to avoid arrest. Did I read this story already? I feel like this sounds familiar. Uh, the plan broke down when it turned out his brother was also a wanted man. Uh, and this, this, ladies and gentlemen, is why when you fake your identity to police, you should say you're someone who couldn't possibly be facing criminal charges, like possibly Hillary Clinton or Alec Baldwin, possibly. I don't know. Uh, that, <laughs> that happened. <laughs> the new Matrix movie uh, is going to be released on the Internet. All right. Has that come out yet? I thought it was already out. I feel like this news is old, Bubba Joe. What the heck? The new Matrix movie going to be released on the internet, uh, or if that's too much hassle, uh, just ask the agent uh, working your pod to plug it directly into your brain. See, it already came out. This news is old. What's going on? I can't handle it. Did you have this set up for maybe two weeks ago? Uh, maybe. Sure? Maybe I forgot to delete we got, we everything. Got more news to crack up. <laughs> I love. You know what? I'll tell you this. Um, this is, this is one. This is new, I think. I think, I hope. New York Post's uh, page six has exclusively learned that Kanye West is no longer dating model Venetrea. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, too. Uh, it's probably, probably for the best because much like ex-wife Kim's butt, their relationship felt plastic and artificial. <laughs> there you go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and that is... Uh, oh, no. You know what? I got one more. And you know what? I'll say in the most sincere form of news article today, Bubba Joe, absolutely nothing stupid about it. I'm going to turn this off. This furry feline just wants to say thank you to Betty White, uh, who passed away this week 17 days before her 100th birthday, Bubba Joe. Uh, You want a funny story, true fact? Me 
and Betty White share a birthday. January 17th. That we we have the exact same birthday, so uh, I have uh, I have actually always super duper enjoyed all of her stuff. Um, but uh, she began acting eighty two years ago, and never for a moment has ceased to entertain the masses. I was very sad when I heard the news, but the last thing she'd want is anyone to be sad. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is to you, Betty White. Thank you for everything, uh, and that is that is that. Okay, Bubba Joe, no no pun, no joke, just genuine, honest, um, <sighs> love Betty White. I really, like, more, more than anything else, dude, I was actually upset. I was very sad when I heard that news. It was very sad. She is just a monument of professionalism and comedy and humor. Uh, yeah, we lost, uh, we lost a couple. Uh, John Madden this past week. Um, Richard Marcinko, uh, I believe as well. So yeah, it was uh, it was kind of a rough week uh, in in classic celebrity dumb, but uh, hearts and uh, our hearts are full and our our thoughts are positive for their families and just thank you for the many many years. Thank you, Betty White, for being my friend. Um, that so uh, you're you're almost going to turn a hundred then. Well, we share the same date, <laughs> uh, the same calendar date, I suppose. The what do you call that? It's not the actual date, because like no, I'm not 100 in two weeks. What is it? What is it referred to when you share a birthday but not the year? There are a lot of birthdays. I remember last year uh, that because uh, I, I told you guys I was having my birthday this year, and a lot of you guys spoke up. There's a lot of January birthdays. So uh, Super Jesse has a birthday on the seventh. Uh, and Joker, uh, birthday on the 23rd. Lots of birthdays this month. So anyway, uh, Bubba Joe, listen, we got a lot to get to. Uh, the, fir- the first thing that I want to do very quickly, and uh, I suppose what we decided to try to do today, Bubba, is actually a, kind of a look back, right? We wanted to kind of just really quickly stair-step through the calendar and talk about some of the great things that we did, in fact, get this year, and and then possibly what we could look forward to or how it could be uh, revisited in the future. I was reminded this past week um, that I apparently, at some point, I have no, I remember this story, but I don't remember where or when or what show it was. But shout out on server 22, SwimZoo, who sent me a message this morning, Bubba Joe, and I will read this message to you right now uh, because. <laughs> Because I owe this kid something. I don't know what it is, but I owe him something. Happy New Year, sir. So I made it to the end of the year. Bubba Joe, listen to this. I made it to the end of the year without using any biotic stuff. Did anyone else accept and succeed at your challenge to not use it for the rest of the year? Holy bonkers. Gregor, if I remember right, I think I owe this guy like 50 billion steel or something like that. Like, it's insane. He didn't use antibiotics all year. I can't believe. I got to be honest with you, man. I am not a thousand percent sure that Aries is going to is gonna pass me on that. I, <laughs> it was a lot. All right. Holy cow. It was a huge bet. I don't remember where. I don't remember where it was. All right, I have no idea what show it was. Bernard says I withdrew the challenge right after I created it. You know, I get that, but the fact that he remembered, Gregor, 
the fact that he remembered and sent me a message on New Year's Day, uh, or, well, January 2nd, today, I kind of feel like I should probably give him something anyway. Right, Bubba Joe? I mean, that's true. That's dedication. Isn't this akin to the millions you'd owe your friends if all your bets were honored as a kid? I'm telling you, man. I bet you a million dollars. <laughs> oh, good night. Um, absolutely crazy. So uh, we will have to find out. I listen, Swimzoo. You're going to have to help me out, man. Somebody is going to have to go back and find that show. I, was it an April show? No, it couldn't have been because it had just come out, Bubba. Maybe it was in like May or June. I. You know, and it, and the whole conversation was like four minutes. Good luck sifting through hours per show <laughs> trying to find that clip. And nonetheless, it's out there somewhere. So I owe this kid something. He sent me a message. He remembered. All right. And for the rest of you saying that you didn't do it, well, at least he remembered to send me a message and be like, hey, uh, excuse me, Mr. Kitty Cat, sir, I'd like my prize. <laughs> That's what he did, Bubba Joe. <laughs> and, yep. now, and now – I mean, it's going to take him forever. You get 190 a day, right? It's going to take him forever to, to cash through all that stuff. I mean, because if he's going to continue to earn 190 a day, he really can only go through an extra... I can't even do this math right now. I can't even do this math right now. He's going to... Huh? 120. He can do 300 per day. He can no. Well, so yeah, he can he can make up an extra hundred, but like every nine days or something like that, he's going to be able to make up one extra refine. No, he would lose a refine, right? God, see, I don't even know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to figure this out. (laughs) It's a lot. Let's just just suffice to say, it's a it's a freaking lot. So um, that that assumes he's been doing swarms every day and and. So if he's not, then he doesn't have a ton of biotics anyway. That's true. That is that is possibly true. We're going to have to find out what, in fact, Swimzoo actually did. On uh, on another note, Joker says, I actually, crazy enough today, finally ran out of photon tokens that I had banked up. Uh, see, you, had, you were limited to those, I think, like five per day um, in trying to actually get that going. So... Uh yeah, I guess you were you were able, how fast were you able to accumulate those at five times the normal speed? Was that what it was, Bubba Joe? Because like you could earn mm-hmm. seven a week, but they let you refine five bundles per week, so you could you could actually go five times as fast on that. So he finally ran out of his. Right. So uh anyway, just uh, well okay. So yeah, Joker, it was four bundles per week, unless you did the uh, the thingy mabobber. The two one unless you two. cheated, you that's not cheating. It's just, <laughs> the two one two, okay. The, the 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 two chest, the one chest, the two chest. Okay, it's fine. Um, you could have done two rounds of of two, but you could have, you know, done two, then one, then two to use them faster, or one two two, or one two two. That also would work. Uh, just don't do the two two, and then you'd you'd be fine. But yeah, if you did the two one two or the one two two. <laughs> Jesse's like, you're confusing the crap out of me. Um, we're talking about the chest refines, okay? Look, there's Swimzoo. He's here. All right, yeah, listen, we're not going to revisit all this, but go back. I just made you famous in the first five minutes um, because we were talking about your biotics. So, anywho, uh, listen, so shout out to Swimzoo, uh, who successfully completed said challenge, Bubba Joe. Uh, it blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. Anyway, 
Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, what's up? Oh, finally, for the first time in over a month, I checked all of our show times. What's up to the European players? Yo, you European players, what's going on? I haven't been around while you guys have been awake. So, uh, hello. Thank you uh, very, very much. Appreciate you guys uh, being here. Sorry that, that uh, we weren't able to have better show times. Been a really busy week. As a matter of fact, I saw a comment in the chat. Whew, it's getting hot in here. I saw a comment in the chat, Bubba Joe. Uh, earlier today, because I haven't been around much. All right, this is a crazy busy time for me. Uh, I think I've told you guys in the past that, that you know, Christmas time's busy time, lots of family stuff, right? That yeah, goes on. But I've also mm-hmm. shared that in my real-life job, the last week of the year, for whatever reason, all right, I don't, I don't 100% know, but the last week of the year is crazy busy in my line of work. I was worried about it this year, Bubba Joe, because, you know, inventory problems and all that stuff didn't disappoint. We were slammed up. I was probably selling, I was probably selling 12, 15 cars a day for this last week, Bubba Joe. I didn't have time to do nothing. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, I will share with you. I will share with you a very sad, sad story for the first Uh time, for the first time ever in my Star Trek fleet command career i missed a parabellum i missed a parabellum i did i missed a parabellum what the heck is wrong with me i know i need to go stand in the corner trucking chick says uh just absolutely terrible dark menace you're it's not one or two hostels for me, okay? It's not. But but K21 says, wait a second, you couldn't find the time to put Pike Moreau, Talon, uh, and go hit a heavy? Uh, can I be frank? No! <laughs> I did not have the time. I Listen, I would have done it. I would. Guys, you don't understand. Bubba Joe, I told you during the week, I missed like three or four sets of dailies. Like, I missed. It was just busy. Busy, busy, busy. I didn't have time. It was a crazy week. Uh, you guys have seen. I've been way out of Discord. I haven't. As a matter of fact, the other day you guys were going nuts about something. I had to. I had to log in and see why I had like thirty-eight pings, and uh, it had something to do with some swarm event, which <laughs> which we can talk about here in a minute, Bubba Joe. Uh, <laughs> I've totally we, been. We slacking. can. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about if it. We want to. <laughs> yeah, we, Captain Planet says, "Don't talk about it." You know, listen. I found. I found that you guys in here reacted way better than any other Discord that I that I was a part of. Okay, I saw the official Discord. It was normally a dumpster fire like it always is. You guys in here, you guys in here handled that appropriately, I think. You guys said clearly it was a mistake. Clearly it wasn't correct. Clearly the rewards weren't right. All right? And it wasn't just the rewards wasn't just the rewards. If I'm not mistaken, didn't some of you have milestones that would have required you to hit like 500 swarms? Like some of you did. Some of you came to me and said said that 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 milestone, Bubba Joe, would have required them to hit hundreds of swarm. Clearly, it wasn't right. All right. So um, Jesse says they didn't change the milestones. Those, they had yeah, to have because it, it must have been some brackets. Had to have been because some people came back and was like, "Yeah, that's better." Okay, that's but better. But the 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 rewards, I think, were what people were most upset about. Of course, of course. But I mean, 
joke. I mean, really, like, I, 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 I kind of get it. Okay, I mean, I kind of get it. I understand why we wanted it, but but to the people who were here when I happened to be online, I was like, "Did you really think that that was actually supposed to be accurate? Like, do you really think that was intentional?" Seven hundred and fifty so, uncommon. Seven hundred and fifty. Do you really feel like that was supposed to be the way it was supposed to be? Everybody came back and said, "No, no, probably not. Probably so not." My counterpoint to that, DJ, would be. It is a once per year special event. There's no reason to say that it couldn't have been, hey, thank you for playing. Here's a reward. Go out and kill swarms and get significantly rewarded because that's what this event was. <laughs> that's the it was the equivalent of two months worth of battle pass. Okay? <laughs> like it was the equivalent of sixty days of battle pass milestones. Is pretty heavy, Bubba Joe. It's pretty heavy. Now listen, <clears throat> I I did observe one or two of these comments. Well, DJ would would only be defending it if he got to do it. No, I didn't get any of those rewards. I didn't do any of the milestones. I wasn't online. I missed it all. Um, but I mean, I don't think it was. I don't think it was right. I don't think I think it was a mistake, Bubba Joe. You know, we've seen a lot of times where milestones get published with with losing a decimal point, right? Like, we'll see someone, like, you getting a vet, a vet Bubba Joe that pays you 5.3 million steel, right? Right. <laughs> That's happened. This was just, this was a decimal point in the opposite direction. So, um, anywho, I I know, I know it was disappointing. Obviously, I know it was disappointing, but it was clearly not right. Like, obviously. Just saying. But nonetheless, I agree, Bubba. It would have been really nice, but... Two months. That's that's what it was. It was two months worth of battle pass. I, I don't think I'm pretty sure that guy might have gotten in a lot of trouble if he had actually paid out that much. Don't forget, Scopely does monetize their rewards. So that would have been that would have been like bank error in your favor. Keep this one million dollars. Exaggerated, of course. But yes. I wonder what I wonder what it would have been. Like if you had monetized that pack. What, what would it have been, Bubba Joe? I never even looked at it. If you had monetized those rewards, it probably would have been a few hundred dollars. Scalyback says not even a one hundred pack. Uh, not for me. No, it's not. A, for me, it wouldn't have been a one hundred dollar pack. It would have been less than one pack. See, which which proves that there were certain brackets I think affected by others. Uh, for me, it was it was it was pretty significant. Mine got scaled way way back. Um, <clears throat> let me see here. Look here, uh, Dragon Keeper says that the equivalent rewards for him would have been about $600 packs. So that's what I'm saying, Bubba. I mean, like, I know it might not have seemed as dramatic to you, but there were some players that it was very dramatic. <laughs> there were some brackets that were way, 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 way off. Um, anywho, nonetheless. See, Jesse says his was only about 20 bucks worth. Uh, mine, was, mine was more than that at Ops 43. It would have been more. Uh, but, you know, whatever, nonetheless. Oh, yeah, listen, Beaver Beaver, I remember this. And this wasn't uh, this wasn't forever ago. Wasn't this like maybe a year, year and a half ago? Beaver Beaver says this is nothing compared to what Scopely did to Marvel Strike Force. They literally had to roll the entire game back 24 hours because of a massive mess up that they couldn't fix and couldn't take down Bubba Joe. They just restored a 24-hour backup. How, how, what would be the player reaction, Bubba Joe, here in Star Trek Fleet Command? 
if you removed a day of gameplay, all right? Oh, <laughs> there, there would be rioting in the streets. Oh, and why? For what reason? We are the most grumpy community player base I've ever... I just, I mean, dang. <laughs> We're very, very picky. We so are. Um... K21 says, did you know that they did that back in the summer? Did they really? I did not know that. All of the things that you have to do you in can this literally game, give a compensation chest for every single one of those things for the value of a day. They've done it before. Right. Like, here's and an if they did that, then, that, then that wouldn't be an issue, right? But that would be the, if they didn't do that. Like, if they just rolled it back a day and didn't do that, that would be – I would understand why players would be upset because there are so many things that we're expected to do in a day. What? Well, the only thing I think would be any, if you had won any events during that period. All the lucky pools people would have got for ships. Right? Oh yeah, like things like that. Yeah, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm completely not insensitive to the fact that if you, if the, if the error was that you got lucky pulls at a much higher rate than you were supposed to, okay, you roll that back, you give some people some extra things there, so you have to do something to restore that balance. I, I think I, I don't have a big problem with that, but if they just did nothing. Like, uh, yeah, no, I, people would be upset and I think it would be understandably upset. They could give you, they could give you five like loyalty tokens, right? That's f five days worth of dailies, <laughs> right? That could, that could be a thing. Is Jesse trying to talk? I can't, I can't hear Jesse. I'm, I'm obviously teasing. I don't think, can you hear me, Bubba? Yo, Bubba. I can hear you. Okay. Like, I, I, obviously. We, we lost you for a few minutes. I, yeah, I, I saw. Obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yay. Yeah, 2022 doesn't seem to give a damn about my Discord. I, I wonder how many um, people noticed that they rolled the servers back a day. I bet you nobody did. <laughs> <laughs> if it would have happened like the week between Christmas and New Year's, I wouldn't have even known. All right. Uh, just FYI. But uh, nonetheless, obviously, that is a funny comparison that we would just what would you do Baba Joe if they rolled back the game server a day and then just said you know my bad our bad whoopsies pieces I mean it all depends right like you said like you know if they give a compensation chest that you know for the what you could have gotten in a day here's a compensation chest for what you could have gotten in a day excluding whatever the reason that they had to roll it back was like so let's say that you were getting full pulls with every five chest pull right you would get one of the officers would be full unlock like okay well obviously that's not correct those shards would all have to come back they'd have to restore that but for everything else you could have done in a day here's exactly what you got right i don't have a problem with that i think that's a reasonable thing to ask for but if they did nothing I don't know. I, I I mean that might be something that would drive me to quit because it's like they don't respect they don't respect the player. If they did that, I'm not saying they would, but if they did that, it would be showing that they don't respect the player's time and that they're investing into this game. And it's a lot of time. It is a lot of time. Uh it is a lot of time. Can you imagine K twenty one says, Can you imagine how bad it would be if there was a leaderboard event? <laughs> uh I don't you know what? I don't even want to go down this rabbit hole, Gregor. Like this is this is dangerous talk here. I don't want to. I don't even want to talk about anything. That, this is one of those things, Bubba Joe, where I would just like I've said it before. Like I don't want to imagine the what ifs. I'd rather just handle the things as they come. This is one of those things. You know I what told I'm you nobody even noticed. Nobody yeah, even noticed. No, yeah, you saw nothing. These are not the reputations you're looking for. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> not doing it, Oblivious. Can't do it. Uh, let's go back. Let's go back to January of 2021. January of 2021. Does anybody remember what the arc was? 2021. Yeah, Bubba Joe, tell us about January 2021. That was TOS Arc 1. It was the launch of TOS. Boy, can you remember? I remember when when feelings were good. Everybody was excited. Gregor, you were excited. I remember you telling me, like, this is important for a lot of players. It's important that they don't mess it up. We said that they were legendary. That was TNG. That was TNG, not you, TOS. You said that you connected with TNG, all right? But you got to remember, TOS, aside from Discovery, okay, which was also a new property, TOS was the first property that we got after the after they launched uh, announced rather the acquisition of the library. All right, because we got Disco before they announced that they had acquired everything else. So I remember coming in and saying, "Oh man, Shatner Kirk, like this has to be big, right?" And Nimoy Spock, he's got to be legendary. Is anybody using Spock today? I actually am. Away missions. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm using him on away teams. That's where I'm using him. It's it's kind of maybe a little bit disappointing to me that that's the only place I am using him, but that is where I'm using him is on, on away teams. Bubba Joe, what about you? Uh, I use him just on away teams and below decks occasionally. Yeah, Chick. But he's um, not max either. Yeah, oh, no, no. He, well, I guess the spot could be because of transport patterns, but no, he's not for me either. Chick, do you have uh, – where, where's your – uh, Nimoy Spock. Have you been working on him from Transporter Patterns? I haven't seen him in, well, since the day I got him and stuck him on an away mission. Wait, I don't so, use him. So you've only used him on away teams? Yeah. Yeah, same here. Shame. Um, Kalmick says that uh, he does provide the ultimate in base defense. You know, I don't, I know that he can. I know that he does. I don't know. You know, I feel like this is a part of the game that sadly I have walked myself out of, truck and chick. I don't get rated. Now, I, I know I, I say that, and foe on 15, he has cracked me twice with his brand new North Cut, uh, Bubba Joe. But I've been online both times, and I still shield, you know. But but foe has cracked me twice with his North Cut. He is the only player in probably 12 months to have to have actually cracked my base successfully one guy i don't need base defense because there's no amount of anything that i could put in my base that would be effective against that guy so <laughs> it doesn't matter i could have five botany bays in there and it's going to hold up about as well as my auger um bubba joe seriously i had five warships in dock he came and just sliced through them like butter man slice through them like <laughs> like a like a fresh cut freshly baked slice of, of cheesecake where i'm like where are you going with this it's it's a hot knife through butter that's the saying <laughs> i was trying to make something up because i totally couldn't think of that so i was like yeah he's cutting <laughs> he's through it like a loaf of bread too. you know <laughs> just cutting right through it like a spoon does through a bowl of soup you know you know, <laughs> let's see how many more of these we can make up. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I don't use him in that capacity. I use him on ATAs. Um, but, Chick, so you've got him. You just you just keep him on away team. See, that's kind of – and you know what? I feel like I feel like 
to me, if I'm looking back, if I'm looking back on the entire year, I look at Nimoy, Spock, Bubba, and I actually feel a little bit disappointed. I feel like there were better officers. Now, maybe, maybe officers that came out, you know, deserve to be better, right? I mean, uh, TOS Kirk, TOS Uhura, those were great. A, a, a strange combo, you know, but it's mm-hmm. highly effective. Uh, you look at, you know, Picard and Beverly. That one makes a little bit more sense, right? Um, but, you know, listen, let's let's draw a slight comparative analysis here. You got Picard and Beverly who are just, they're, they're a pair, okay? You got uh, TOS Kirk and Uhura. They're a pair. The first officers just ain't getting the love, Gregor. Riker, eh, okay. He's okay. He's got a very narrow use, I think. And and same for Spock, very narrow use. Bubba Joe, is this just a little bit of of hating on first officers here? What what are you feeling? I don't think so. I don't think it's hating on the first officers. I think that um, I think that they were trying to make something that was similar to be able to be used in a similar way to the original Spock, and and they just missed either due to lack of. Uh, understanding or lack of uh, imagination of how it could be used or what Spock was actually doing for people. But it's, you know, they're going to miss on officers. Like I, it it disappoints me significantly that they missed on this officer, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it's the, it's what happens, right? I mean, this is, this is, uh, this is what happens sometimes. Well, uh, reading the chat, and and I am glad for this, okay? I really, really am glad for this, because reading the chat, there are some players out there that are finding use in these officers, and that's that's really, really good. For example, uh, example, Kalmick says Riker is dope. All right, absolutely. Captain Planet says Riker has his great usage in Armada damage events. Um, and I think that's great. I think that's phenomenal. And, and truthfully, that is his use, right? I planet. I think the reason that that I struggle with the use of that officer, m- maybe, and I, and I don't know. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, I don't know. Karkin and Chick. Let, let me ask you this: Karkin and Chick, you guys are in the 30s still. Do you guys use Riker in Armada events, or tell me how Riker fits into your Armada crew? Is he a part of your primary team now? I'll use him for the points events if I'm trying to get a, a leg up. Like a lot of times, I can steal some really decent damage points in an armada, like and get my stuff done, and then I switch him out to help out. But yeah, I, I can jump it along quite quickly if I need to. So let me let me hone in on something there because maybe maybe I'm missing it. Maybe armadas. maybe I've missed it. You're saying in like these armada damage solo leaderboards, you're plugging Riker in there. You're still going with a team. Right? How big are the armadas that you're that you're using here? I mean, do you need a strong crew to survive? Or are you just going with Riker to to score the quick and dirty damage, and then and then you're done? Well, it kind of depends on which armada you get into. But yeah, um, for me, like if if it's a weaker armada, you can skip on the shield regen that you need for to extend your your life. You can go with like a Riker Bev Con or something for or Riker Lorca con for extra damage just to stack up and not care about um you know necessarily surviving to the end you can go with Riker, kirk spock for that extended get you as much damage as you can while surviving but you sacrifice your crits uh again just depends on which one you're getting into but it's an excellent you know second or tertiary armada crew that you can 
lots lots of variables you can play with. Very interesting. So uh, and and so this is this is good. This is where I need that perspective because I I have found that I'm not using him, Bubba Joe. Uh, Chick, let me ask you the same question: Are you are you using Riker regularly? Do you compete in the damage SLBs? I do. I, I use him a lot. Um, where I really enjoy using him is during the Apex events for the Stella Mudas. Uh, I'll run three maxed Stellas, and all of them are in Armadas at the same time. So he's my secondary uh, Armada crew. Ooh, I like this. Okay, let's pass along a little bit of golden goodness. This is what we were looking for, Bubba. Let's do the, the year in review. What are some of the biggest yep. things that we've learned? What are some of the, 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 the tricks that we have picked up on throughout the year? Chick, uh, I'm going to give you the stage. Will you please reveal to the audience your three mud mata crews when you're looking to go and, and just bang out a bunch of muds? Uh, well, I start with the classic Kirk Spock Khan because, right, you can never go wrong with them. Yep, like then that I one. Do, Good. I do Riker, Bev, and uh, Gigi usually just for shits and giggles. Can I say that? Uh, eh, sure. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so that was Riker, Bev, and Gigi. Okay. And your third. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually like five, six, nine, five, six, seven, depending on how I feel. Five six nine five six seven on the third one. Okay, mm-hmm. I I can definitely see six. Mm-hmm. You know, five. I don't know that it does anything because of all the all the research you got there. But you know, six is great. Mm-hmm. It's kind of I think you know that's three very solid crews. And you know, further, even if she was doing muds and something else. That five six is where I would put you know back on the Enterprise of the Auger to go run something else, and and that way she can still run two Stella Cruz and and run something else, Bubba. And that's kind of what mm-hmm. this year has been about. You know, uh, Chick is talking about using all three of them on Stellas. I think that the five six is is overkill on a Stella, but it does buy her flexibility if she's got two mm-hmm. Stellas, all right, that are running highly effective crews, all right. Then you've got still the availability, Bubba Joe, at a primary uh, Armada crew. And in that case, I would sub seven or nine out for uh, maybe Lorca in this case because you hadn't mentioned Lorca yet. Or Gorkon. You know, honestly, DJ, I don't have Lorca. So what I'll do if I need to swap for a normal Armada is I'll stick with five, six, throw them on my Enterprise, and TOS Kirk. Perfect. Perfect. That's genius. You got three high-powered Armada crews running around the galaxy, which was the point, Bubba Joe, in particular. That was the exact point, I believe, of all the officers in the uh, in the uh, TNG arc, yep. for, the, for the most part. That was the entire point of TNG, I believe, in hindsight, was giving people variety in their crew, but also additional options or the ability to multitask with their crew. K21 says, hey, can we talk about how bad Stella is designed that people feel the need to have three maxed? I don't know. Listen, I'm not going to disagree with that. She could go in and scrap one, but let me ask you, Chick. DJ, I've got over 4 million Stella particles. See, you've been scrapping. I need to scrap her. Yeah. See, I'm I'm in the same boat. Let me take a look at my game right now. Bubba Joe, let's compare with you. Karkin, I'd like yours and uh, Stevens, Aaron, and G. Let's check out 
our count of stellar particles. All right. Now, I know Big Country uh, has actually stopped doing this loop. He's done. He's finished 100% with the entire tree. Uh, I'm going to take a look. I've got a bunch too, but even I've slowed down. What I've done, Chick, <clears throat> is I've slowed down to where I'm just doing single finds of the epic now. Uh, single refines of the epic and just I'm maxing and scrapping as it rolls about. I think it's like every, uh, what is that? It, it's about once a month, right? 12 refines is what I need. It's 36 days. So, you know, about 36 days. I do that. Um, as a matter of fact, I've got so many, Chick, that I have started <laughs> I've started doing that absolutely crappy thing that Karkin convinced me about. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need to upgrade a gun? Yeah, oh, yeah I've started doing that, that conversion at the bottom of the outlaw store. The, the mm -hmm. efficiency side of my brain says, what the heck are you doing? But I am. I'm, spelling, I'm spending stellar particles down there for materials. And I still have 2.6 million stellar particles. Uh, Karkin, what's your inventory load right now? Well, I had been saving, well, kind of using up until the point I was ops locked. I'm about to break through to 35 to open up that another branch. So I'm holding on to what I have. I got about, um, I have one ship ready to scrap and about 400,000 from okay. my last scrap. So. Uh, I'll come to you in a second, Bubba Joe and Gregor. Reading out of the chat, Captain Oblivious says, I kind of have stopped moving up. The grind is freaking awful, he says. I'm My M level is 100, and I don't see it going much higher until they make the grind more tolerable. You know, here's the thing, uh, Oblivious. You're not 100% wrong there. The grind is much worse. I remember probably six months ago, maybe eight months ago, bragging that I finally hit M level 100, Bubba Joe. And today, as of right now, let me find my Stella. I am at M level. Okay, it's a little bit farther than I thought. I'm at M level 125. But those last few levels have taken forever. They have been very, very slow. To the point where, like I said, I've just slowed down the double refines. But they're really good researches. Oh, they? they are. They're great researches. You really should be trying to get them. All right, you really should be trying to get them, but but they they are very expensive. As you you know, uh, Kalmic says, look at this one. It's a level five research that costs eighty five thousand particles, my friend. I that would be fantastic. Here, let me show you. Let me show you one of mine that I'm ready to do. Uh, this would be okay. So let's do the same one. You're looking at Stella targeting five, at Stella targeting uh, seven. It cost a hundred and twenty-four thousand, a hundred and twenty-eight thousand for Merciless Outlaw. Let me see if I've got one a little bit higher. Let's see, Stella Piercing. Uh, that's only a hundred and seven. But yeah, hundred thousand, hundred and twenty thousand, hundred thirty thousand chunks. It's uh, it's kind of disgusting. And you got to think. I remember when we when we were talking about this even last year. Now one full refine would only get you roughly three to four researches. Do you guys remember what it was like to begin with, <laughs> Gregor? It was it was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. A level a tier nine level forty five scrap got you thirty six thousand stellar particles back in the day. Hey, back in my day, going back in time, twenty twenty was so long ago. It was thirty six thousand stellar particles for a max scrap. So when you <laughs> when you guys are looking at those researches and you're freaking out, all right, about something costing a hundred thousand, 
remember that it used to take three max scraps to do that one level of research. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's really, really bad. Now, uh, let's move forward, okay? Bubba Joe, the next major noteworthy item of 2021. Major noteworthy event, timeline, our fixed point in time, Bubba Joe, if you will. I want to see what his is. After January, after the introduction of TOS. Well, and I, the, if you, you know, I didn't know how you were going to run this show, but, uh, you know, because we'd always talk beforehand. Um, <laughs> in preparation. No. Uh, uh, a little bit. So the, my, uh, my number one thing, and it came early on in the year and has really changed the way we think about rewards and arcs, and that is ticketed events that launched in February. That has completely changed oh, the game you in know a positive what? way. You win. You win. I was, I skipped that one. You win. Absolutely. You know what? That how did that not make my list, Bubba Joe? I made a list of a couple of months. All right. That wasn't on the list, but it should have been. Good God. See, thank God you're here. Ticketed events. All right. Ticketed events. You're right. Absolutely have revolutionized reward pay in this uh, in this game. I love ticketed events. I know early on there were some growing pains. There really was. They were introduced in February. We loved them. March and April, I think they were really bad. Then May, Correct. then May, they started getting good again, and they pretty much, pretty much have stayed. May through the end of the year have stayed relatively consistent. As a matter of fact, over the last couple of months, they did start experimenting a little bit, Bubba Joe. But I feel like they always, for you know, for the most part, held on to that core. You know, they held on to what we asked for back in May, and they have been phenomenal. I, I know that some people say, oh, not worth it. I, I see it every single time a, a ticketed event runs. Oh, that one's not worth it. That one's not worth it. Guys, aside from maybe the monthly pack, there is no other pack more worth it in this game, in my opinion, than tickets. You know, I run every ticketed event that I can. I know some people like to save them, and other people are going to like to, you know, who are true free-to-play, because that 100% exists, I acknowledge that, then you've got to pick and choose. I understand that completely, but I'm telling you, if you, if you for Christmas got some iTunes gift cards, all right, tickets would be something very, very high on my list of consideration if you were going to buy a pack. Now, before you do that, please don't. Don't buy anything yet. Like right now, if you're listening, don't because I have something very special. I got to think, you know what? Don't buy anything yet. Just don't buy anything yet. I've got a hint coming later in the show. And alas, it will not be immediately free. Okay. But I might argue, Bubba Joe, that we are starting 2022 off with an incredible feature. Okay? That's all I'm going to say right now. I'm not I I I shouldn't be giving the hint yet. D- don't don't do it just yet, Falinar, okay? If you got some Christmas gift cards, if you got some money, okay? Hang tight, just hang tight. If you're a player, truck and chick, you don't spend a lot of money, do you? Mm-mm. No. Nope. If you were going to spend money in January, 
I believe I know what I would 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 spend it on if it were me. If I'm a player that drops a hundred dollar pack once or twice a year, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you to wait. Okay? Just wait a minute because I think, Bubba Joe, that the feature for January changes the game. Positively. For changes the game positively. For some. <laughs> for some. <laughs> Okay. Well, I, I, hope, I hope you're not telling us. I hope you're not telling us to buy a pack that changes the bat game badly. No. PJ, Bubba. What? I'm just saying. Maztec is right. Let's guarantee that there are going to be people who complain. This is correct. Okay. As a matter of fact, you know what? Let's take our break. Let's take our first break. Maybe we could break this oh, up a little bit. I want to. I want to keep going with our feature, but I, I inadvertently stepped in this pile of hint that I need to okay, give. So let's let's wrap up t- t- tickets because we've a lot more features to talk about. Let's wrap up tickets and do the first break. Reed says you can't take a break now. Yes, I need to recompose myself. Okay, Bubba Joe, you go. You All right. One. So so the reason that ticketed events were huge was not only was it something that you could spend on to get tickets, but they gave out one free ticket. For every day that there was a ticketed event, yep. and then uh, I believe Karthik, Karth- Karthik, and a few others in the chat were saying, "Hey, I use this for targeted resources. I do mm-hmm. all the steel events, or I do all the dilithium events, or I do all of." And so, you know, it is it it refines. It's based. It's scaled based on the pack it, that is that associated whether it's a station or research or ship pack, um, and which means as those packs go up, these events are scaling up as well. Um, it is, it is an important, uh, it was an important feature. I mean, more so like a lot of the events, they would be stale and rewards and they weren't increasing, but these, as they increased the pack, these were going up, whether it was automatic or by design, it, it helped the players advance their game state in a way that we had not seen previously. And I think it's one of the biggest, uh, biggest features to come to this game and continues, right? it continues to advance the, the ticketed events are useful for all ops levels. So, um, I, I think that it's, uh, and if you're like about to level up, maybe you save your tickets to get to the next level up. So yep. it is one of those things that is just a, a fantastic feature to the games they've added and has made the game better in 2021. I do. I love that. Uh, Cause tickets, absolutely right. If fundamentally at its core, you're a thousand percent, right? It didn't make my list. As a matter of fact, the uh the, the one that i had jokingly wrote down as as a change for in, in the game was uh the introduction of worms because we can't seem to get rid of them uh <laughs> as a matter of fact i don't know if anybody noticed your very first event of 2022 was a kill worms event uh so <laughs> <laughs> that's just, funny the vet has pills for those yeah i know there's <laughs> there's gotta be ways we gotta get oh, I'm, I'm dragging my butt on the ground trying to get rid of these worms oh, god i'm a kitty that's cat i got right. worms i got worms right. oh I know, that's right time and I'll give you medicine. dragging dragging my rear end on the carpet here um yeah, you're right, Joker. It, it, you know, the way that they told us it was a worms event, it did end up being a kill hostiles event. You're right. I did not have to kill any worms. I just did my dailies, and I was I was good enough. But but nonetheless, uh, so there was that. Then we move forward, Bubba Joe. Let's go ahead, and, and we'll continue on this track for a few moments. No, K21, Bubba Joe wants to continue with the structure of the show. 
So I'm gonna. I no. I agree with him. No. <laughs> I want to see you tell me. I just was saying we should finish this one topic, and I felt that the tickets needed to be talked about a little bit more. If you want to take a break now, we can come back and talk about more features. I think that's great, but. Uh, I just wanted to make sure we weren't breaking one up and then picking it up after the break or something. That's just my. You're absolutely uh, correct. Um, and and I will say this: I we, we usually do hints at the end. I want to continue that. I, I want to do that. Uh, okay. But I will say this, and and uh, I think this is a really good point to to bring up. Dan in our chat says, "Who here saves tickets just for event store months?" Bubba Joe, we had two event stores in the year of 2021 which is down normally well i guess if you look at 2020 there were three we only had two in 2021 because of the length of the tng store however we did and observe a very interesting pattern in that month uh what month was that september september baba joe where we saw ticketed events for the first time pay out significant amounts of event store loot. Dan is, you know, hey, let's tie two things together. You're talking about how great tickets are in targeted, targeted resource acquisition, folks. Well, Dan reminds us, hey, it's not just resource and material acquisition. Was it, Bubba Joe? Because in the September event store, there were ticketed events that paid great, not even normal, Okay, but above average amounts of loot that allowed you to go into the store and directly acquire more stuff that you wanted. All right. And in that event store, it was Picard and Beverly Mm -hmm. and Riker and Jordy and Wesley Crusher. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. Uh, there was that, and Dan, that is a beautiful observation. And if we're doing just a minute or two of of teaching tonight, I'd say that that is a wise plan. And you're smart. <laughs> Got to be careful here, Bubba Joe. Lips are loose today. Um, all right, so moving forward then, we had April. Roll around. April, Bubba Joe, introducing to us. I should take a break. We're an hour in. Uh, We'll do one more. Let's go through April. All right. Introducing to us the Franklin A. The Franklin A, for me, has been revolutionary to the game. Anybody, uh, Captain Oblivious agrees. Game changer. Not just the Franklin A, right? It was the Franklin A. It was the higher level of swarms. It was mm-hmm. the biotics. Don't forget, it was also the Infinitus skin. Like, there were a lot of things that came out in April all at the same time. That's right. We had the Infinitus skin. There was also the Terror skin, which has never come back. Uh, the Terror skin, the Infinitus skin. Oh, the Stella skin was also that month. That's right. Stella skin was also that month. Because um, it was three, basically, they revisited three arcs all at once. Uh, so you had uh, Infinitus, Terror, and then I don't even remember what the Stella skin is actually called, um, but uh, that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yes, the introduction of Biotics, big time, made Swarm worth it again to a lot of players, including myself, who had given up on it. All right. So Swarm was big, was big, 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 big. 
All right, you're right. The introduction of more swarm systems, deep space swarm, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, go ahead, Karkin. You got something? Oh, did I? Am I? I'm, I'm oh, okay. Sorry. No, I heard you. I Gregor, Gregor. I realized I wasn't unmuted. Come in, come in, come in. Gregor says Franklin A was less interesting to hire players. I think you guys had a rougher launch for sure, but I mean, it still pays. On the Franklin good, A? Right? I was completely out of that one. That was a 35 only and up. Oh, all us, us unders. At that right. time, I was still 30, so I was, I was very left out in the cold. I was. I gotcha. And there's still there's still pain today as players are growing into the 35. I've got a, a couple of close friends that have just turned 35 or just gone up to 34, and uh, the one who got her Franklin, she just turned 35 like a month ago. She's got it all the way up to level five already and can kill one and a half 37 swarm. So unless she wants to, you know, kill her Franklin A a gajillion times a day, she can't do her new biotic daily every day. So there's still pain points at the beginning of the Franklin A for the lower level guys as they're growing into Was that with maxed research up until the point where the 30... Yep. Oh, that's yeah. not looking good for me. And I'm, like a, I'm a 39 with max swarm research, and I love it. I can do all of my swarm dailies on one hole. Maybe, no maybe this is where that swarm mechanic comes into play. You know, for a level 35 who is fresh, right, fresh to the Franklin A, where it may be really tough to take out those 37s, you know, you remember Bubba Joe, a lot of us were curious about this mechanic when it first came out. Maybe this is where the team element, you know, because people talk about sourcing Jayla as well, right? But it costs rare directives. You got to be real careful with that. But maybe this is, is part of that. You know, maybe you go in as a team, you gather up some of your newbies and you go run one armada. And and then as a starter, you hopefully maybe get a couple Jayla shards, but you satisfy f f you know four other players' dailies all at the same time, possibly. Do people actually do the swarmadas every day? Because I mean, on server twenty six, there's one that's partially damaged that seems to have been damaged for <laughs> almost six months. Same on our server, yeah. There's there's okay. one that's been that's yeah, been I'll sitting there for months uh, that way. But you know, there there well, could be. Listen, if you've got players in that boat, I don't think every alliance is in that is in that area. You know what I'm saying? Although, look at Maztec. Maztec says we run Swarmatas each and every day. Um, there is, you know, I guess some things that that make the Swarmatas a useful mechanic, possibly. Okay, um, to to the oh. fresh, you know, level 35s, and and I I think I agree with Gregor. And Gregor, I didn't get to, to get to your point, but but please make it. I, I think you you say that it didn't scale uh, into G five, which I agree, it did not. But from thirty five to fifty, which is a very broad range, I mean, and probably covers the majority of percentage players in this game, I'd say that the Franklin A is probably a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah, and I said that. I said if you're in the in the level sweet spot for it it's it's a good deal if you started out with level 50 when it dropped and progressed from there it's it's been less much 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 less valuable but i would well, yeah. for the if you started off at level 50 
the, there were two things that held you up. One was that you had to pay to be able to build it to be able to hit the hostels you needed to hit. Right. That was difficult and frustrating, and we talked about that. We don't need to rehash that. But the biotics themselves for that, if you were already 50 for that five or six months before G5 launched, that was a daily thing. I had to do my swarms. I had to do my box because that was a metric ton of resources we were able to get. And it's absolutely useful. And I, I really hope that they will revisit that. But the point I wanted to kind of think about is what April represented. It was Scopely going back and saying, we realize that some of the mechanics we've introduced have kind of fallen off the map of their usefulness that are not as useful as they used to be. Um, or not as relevant based on the current state of the game, here's a way for us that we can revisit them in a way that can help the players um, be able to continue to use these mechanics, whether it's hitting Swarm, whether it's hitting Borg probes. And I think that's the important part, part to take away from April, is that it showed that Scopely was willing to take a step back and say, let's make some of this content that we have more relevant. And maybe sometime in the future, we're going to get an update for... Uh, you know, you know. I think the most recent or or a current thing that we all hate is like, why am I hitting Doomsday ships? They're so worthless. They don't give me anything. Well, maybe at some point in the future they will do a revisit of what that mechanic looks like, and they will help us. But I think that if you break it down, it was Scopely's willingness to revisit older mechanics and make them relevant. And I think that, you know, while there were some bumps in the road and some things that they, you know, they're not doing, they're not continuing to scale the biotics, and we all think that they need to, it was something that we hadn't seen before, which was, for the most part, it was a welcome change. Let me let me focus in on two comments here for April uh, before we get ready to move on. The first one that I want to say is to any player, any player right now ops thirty through fifty. Okay, I, let me let me back up thirty through forty. All right, if you're ops thirty through forty and and you are developing your Franklin A. It will be your best friend. Swarm is the daily that you would prioritize above all other dailies every single day. Okay? Uh, and, and I say 30 because I know you can't get the Frank A until 35. However, what I'm saying is this is a mechanic you can look forward to. As Bubba said, it is a metric butt-ton of resources every single day as compared to any other routine mechanic in the game. So, as you're approaching 35, be on the lookout for those uh, those swarm-related researches because they're going to matter, all right? And once you get to 35, 36, and 37, and then moving forward, I um, this past auction, the Lorca auction, which I know we actually said we were, going to, we were going to talk about it later, and then we never had another show, Bubba Joe. I used that auction to push to Ops 43, all right, my biotics increased from 41 to 43. Not a huge amount, but I'll tell you where I'm liking mine. I'm liking it with Dill. I'm getting 30 to 40 some. I don't remember exactly what it is. I think 31 million Dill a day. That is such a pain point for me right now, Bubba Joe, is research. I just hit 43. I jumped two ops levels. I unlocked 100 researches. And I am out of Dilithium. <laughs> <laughs> None. Zero. I've got 73 million dilithium sitting in my bank right now. I need dill like something crazy. And my most reliable source of dilithium right now is biotics. 
All right, this is the daily that you need. Okay, I was wrong. 17 million, says K21. Okay, I thought it was 30-something. It's 17 million. All right, thank you. There's the chart. Steven's Aaron, throw it in the graphics room for us to revisit. At 43, I'm getting 17.6 million deal. Still, you know what? That's every single day. Every day. And that is way more deal than I ever used to get from anything. Ever. <laughs> Even a ticketed event, Bubba Joe, until the last mm-hmm. month or two. So um, the biotics are really, really important. And to Bubba's point and, and Gregor's point both, you know, if you were a level 49 or a 50, you know, when the Franklin A came out, I agree that it was a frustrating launch and you were probably beyond its useful period. But even now today for level 45, even if you're a level 50 today, if you're a fresh 50 or if you're a 49 and you're going to 50, the biotics are still massive and they will continue to be. Um, let me ask you, Gregor and Bubba, you guys are, are 52 and 53 now. Are you, I mean, you still got to be doing it. There's still a bunch of resources there, right? You're still doing it, aren't you? No. Nope. Wow. So you, you, I do, I do swarms on Sunday because I like transporter, uh, shards, uh, transporter patterns and, uh, that's it. Or if they're required for an event, that's the only time I do swarms and I'm collecting biotics, uh, and I'm saving them now. I I just, I'm hopeful that they will change it, but at 50, you get, uh, two, 1 billion tokens and one and a half billion raw. And it's just, it's quite literally nothing compared to what you need. Gene, like I'm you in the same at- spot? Yep. yep, same. Okay. See, now, you know what's crazy? Honest, honest to God. When this came out, I remember you guys talking about three and a half billion steel a day. Like, that's so good. You know? But that was 50 and not 51, right? I guess. Correct. Is that? Okay. So, yep. the, the, the changes in the requirements at 51 plus are still just, just bonkers exponential. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm looking okay. at the next building I need to do, at, and then I just went to 53. The next building I need to do uh, is 1.5 trillion steel. <laughs> so you only need and to do buildings, a, You only need to do a thousand buildings. days, Baba Joe. Jeez, <laughs> come on, gosh, you look at a gift horse and the in building, the mouth. And, and the building before it was 300 billion steel. Like it's <laughs> it's that's a hundred days of that refined. Like it's just it's it's very insignificant. So it's okay. It, well, you know, you know what? I, so in I'm, in your I'm case. Biotics, and I'm hoping that they make an adjustment, but I'm not prioritizing it anymore. Interesting that you bring that up because I remember in April when this launched, a lot of us said, oh, finally, we can re-engage with Swarm, right? Because even I had quit doing it. The payout was insignificant for me, and it was not worth my time. You're saying that that's where you are now again with Swarm. Daggone, Scopely, it didn't even last a year. I, I'm not sure we were the intended audience, though. So maybe it worked exactly as they wanted for the audience that they were targeting. Well, progression has moved at light speed this year for late 30s and low 40s level players. It really has. Uh, we can talk about that, you know, a little bit later in the show. Um, so, yeah, April was a good month. And crazy enough, Bubba Joe, it was rehash content. It was going back in time. Um the second thing that I wanted to, to hone in on what you had talked about, Bubba, was just that, revisiting of content. And I saw Rex mention it in the chat a little bit ago. It's frustrating that it did take them, 
you know, an entire year to come back to that. But here, look, we look at the calendar and it's, you know, eight months later and we're talking about how great it was as a feature of 21. Uh, I think without a shadow of a doubt, there needs to be early this year. Hopefully they've, they've thought about doing this. There needs to be another catch up arc. All right. And, and wait, let me just ask you real quick, you guys in the chat and truck and chick and Karkin, um, very quickly, we'll spend a couple of minutes on this. If we're going to do another quote-unquote April arc, or a catch-up arc, name the three, because we got three last year, right, Bubba Joe? We got the Terror, we got the Franklin A, and uh, and then we got the Infinitus, which was the Vidar skin and the Stella skin. All right, so they chose three arcs. Opus Grande, I figured I'd... Thank you, you, Opus Grand. That's what it was. So we got, we got three different arcs jammed into one month. If we were going to do that again, I'm just going to go round the horn and, and also ask you guys in the chat. If we're going to go and do a, a revisit arc and you got three pieces of content you could jam into a truck and chick, what are your three? Uh, well, Terror Skin needs to come back because, hello, Jayla. Um, and then I would give more focus to some of the skins for the higher level players. You know, it seems like they don't have much focus on rewards giving them skins is truck and chick asking like, for a whale arc bubba joe is that what i just heard no 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 <laughs> I, I, I heard that too i, I heard it stuck. i heard it it's on tape <laughs> i just spit my coffee all over my monitor I'm like, what? I, hate you guys. <laughs> I love it i love it i love it no, um, give them some love right i mean we gave we gave the whales through level 60 let them have a big splash, an opportunity, and a reason to spend their tens of thousands of dollars and leave us littles alone for a month. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, <laughs> you guys are so going to love January. All right, Bubba Joe, what? Um... <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> oh, my God. God. I I'm, I'm I scared. I Listen. <laughs> I'm scared. No. <laughs> I quit, DJ. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Bubba Joe. <laughs> Bubba Joe. Uh, the three content pieces that you want to that you wanna that you wanna revisit this year. Three things I want to revisit this year. Um And it doesn't even so, have to be from twenty one. You know, if you guys want to mm-hmm. do another, you know, Vidar arc. Okay, sure. I'm just you know, it can be anything. We anything in the Vidar entire game. A. Can we have a Vidar A, please? And higher level board. Okay, possibly. I, Bubba, what do you think? 33. So I I want to revisit, uh, and I know they've kind of played with it a little bit, but I want to revisit uh, uh, skins and make sure that we can get the ones that were out before. So all of them. So uh, the the jelly skin, the infinitus, the terror, if that's still your thing. Uh, I want to revisit this. I want to revisit skins in general and their acquisition. I get that that's still new and they're still kind of deploying it and figuring it out, but that's the number one thing I want to revisit. Um, I think that Borg in general, whether it be the Borg probes and, or maybe setting up, uh, making the uh, Armadas more regular, uh, because if they're going to continue to release Borg officers and there's no reason to think that they won't. Uh, the need for active nanoprobes is very, very high. So I'd like to see that just whole mechanic be revisited. Uh, not just the skin, but like making bigger probes that drop more loot, making the uh, making it a regular thing to hit uh, the armadas. So that's, I think, my number two thing. 
uh, skins and projectiles. I guess I didn't specify that. Um, and uh, I think after that, um, uh, you know, I, it would have been up until a few months ago, it would have been officer sourcing. But I think it's not necessarily revisiting officer sourcing because we did get that big change, but continuing to evolve officer sourcing and make sure we, we've we nailed it down, whether that be what we get in arcs, whether that be what we can get in chests. Um, so for me, it's it's those three, you know, officer sourcing, um, revisiting Borg in general, how we source the requirements to, to upgrade those, um, and skins and, and projectiles. Those are those are the three things. Good. Uh, G, I'm going to come to you in a second, and Karkin as well. I like this uh, that Ransusi puts in the chat uh, because I agree with all three of these wholeheartedly, and they're not even really super huge content pieces, but they are quality of life. Uh, and he says, number one, directive sourcing. Buddy, 1,000%. Okay, directive sourcing continues to be a... Uh, a conversation that has had, boy, man, they value the heck out of these things. And you know, uh, Bubba, I actually did have a conversation. I don't know if I should, if I should specifically say this, but, but their thinking behind directive sourcing is amplified by five. All right. And I get why they feel that way, but I personally feel like the vast majority of rewards are in for the starter. Uh, isn't that still the case? You know, even with the 39 and below armadas, right? Isn't, isn't the, the best part of this is for the starter, right? But that's not how they look at it, Bubba Joe. They literally look at it as value times five, all right? Like, if they give out a directive that they're handing out reward to, to, to five players is how they look at it. And I think that's that's inaccurate. I don't mm-hmm. think that's the right way to look at it because I feel like the starter is the one who – is getting the payout. You know, the participants are getting some, but... How can we adjust their thinking to value times two? Think about it if you take the starter plus the person who gets the Happy Meal, those two are getting the biggest benefit from the the Armada. Yes, everyone gets credits, but it's those two. Research. Explain. Uh, research where if you are the Armada leader, you get double or whatever X amount of rewards. There you go. I don't. I'm not following. Okay. That the the payout is already there for the leader, you know. But that's not how Scopely looks at it. For Armadas, is that what I'm hearing? I don't know. What is what is happening? <laughs> Who is that? Is that oh, no, Honestly, I thought nobody could hear me, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, they're, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I, I think, I think Bubba Joe have discovered why they, they don't hand out directives as much as we think they should. And it's because every time they hand out 100, they feel like they're handing out 500. Does that make sense? They, they feel like they're handing out five plays of an armada, which I do understand that mentality, but again, I, I just feel like the payout really still only comes from one spot for the most part. Uh, so, okay, so as far as the research, what you get in your G3 and G4 Armada chest, boosting the rewards that you get from those. I think that's the problem, Jesse. They already feel like it's too much, 
That's why we don't get the directives. So to boost those is going to increase the value to them even more. And then I, th- I feel like directive sourcing would get even harder. You know, I, I don't, I think what, what I have in front of me is, is trying to convince them like, you know, Hey, you know, a play like, like, okay. If I go start a level 41 uncommon, I'm a winner. Okay. If we beat it, I get a boatload of loot. If yes. I am just a participant, I actually get less loot than if I did a 37 by myself. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like there's so, the loot is so dis, there's so much disparity with the loot uh on these upper level armadas like it's not it's not equal anymore. Like it's actually worse for me to spend my money on repairs going and playing in a deep space armada than it would be to stay 39 down. Just to I, be you know, I guess my mentality is this. If Scopely is going to be stingy, I'm also going to be stingy. <laughs> Basically. Like, they want something from me, I want something from them. If they want it from me, I'm, you know, they better pay up as well. Well, yeah, that's the impasse that some players will find themselves at. So, uh, Ransusi, uh, your number one was directive sourcing. I love that. Number two is officer badges, although... Uh, I do feel like they did better with that this year. Uh, and, and there were a couple of months where it slipped off a little bit and we were quick to come back. Um, and, and they came back. As a matter of fact, was it, was it this past month that we actually got a double set in the battle pass? I can't remember if it was December, if it was November, I remember calling it out that they had skipped it in one month. And then the next month they actually put two sets, one in the free and one in the elite track which was to make up for the one that, you know, they never put in the the month before. And then number three would be a a refinery overhaul, which, yeah, that'd be great. It's crazy to me because more and more and more players are starting to say that the refinery is not worth it. I think you kind of got to still do it. I mean, a drip, drip, drip. (laughs) Funny story. Okay, talking about drip, drip, drip. Uh, Bubba Joe, here's my example of nickels and dimes, okay? Uh, a, a a leaky water faucet, all right, that is in my house right now. That's your refinery, okay? The drip, the drip, 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 drip. That's your refinery. Just a tiny little bit, just a drop of water twice a day. <clears throat> then I got my electric bill, or <laughs> my electric. Yes, because that is related, okay? Then I got my water bill, Bubba Joe, and it was like $50 higher, all right? If you own both, it's more expensive. What? Electric company and water company. If you what? If you? <laughs> He's talking about monopoly. Oh my god! Oh my god! Jesus, what's happening here? You guys are way. Am, am I out in left field or is it you guys today? I, I don't know. Anyway, my point is, Bubba Joe, we talk about the refinery. All right, uh, but my water bill came and it was it was like fifty forty some dollars higher than it normally would be because I got a daggone leaky water faucet. So, yes, the refinery sucks, okay? But it probably, I mean, we did the averages on this at one time, Bubba Joe. What was it? It's like, it ends up being like 300 and some of each uncommon pretty much a month, okay? And I know that that doesn't seem like a lot. Uh, And by the way, that's G3. I haven't even done it for G4. That was for G3. It literally, it ends up being about 300 of each material every single month. That's not a small yeah. amount, okay? I well, mean, for G3, it's not. And for G3. G4 is, yeah, G4 yeah. is worse. G4, 
G-Force a little bit more, the number's a little bit higher, but the requirements on uncommon materials for G-Force scaled up significantly more than the refinery did, and we're seeing the same problem in G-5. So uh, I do think a revisitation of the refinery is in order, but if this, and I don't know what level this person that suggested it was, but if they're upset with the G-3, the G-3 is... You know, it's, it's the best of the three. <laughs> it's the best of the three. <laughs> it is. It's the better of the three. But I mean, it, it's still slow. It still sucks. You know, I get it. All right. So <clears throat> that was um, that was April. Let's do this. Let's take our break. We'll come back because May through September can be can be banged out pretty quick. I think Bubba Joe. Um, that was the TNG arcs. But we'll we'll take our first break. When we come back, we're gonna finish looking back. Um, leading up to the month of December. We're going to save December for our next show. Uh, but I also have a hint to give you uh, towards the end of tonight's show that <laughs> I've kind of already teased a little bit, Bubba, and I have a feeling that this is going to be frightening for some people and, and probably exciting for some others, and, and maybe both at the same time. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but we will uh, give you a hint towards the January arc coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs here on our Season 3 premiere uh, of Talking Trek, launching into 2022, our first show of the year. Thank you guys so much for being with us. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and we'll be back in a moment. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Mr. Salty Pretzel Sticks. And try our new Mr. High Blood Pressure Corn Chips and Mr. Heart Attack Cheese Curls. It's time for the top stories of 2021. Starting with a brand new president we can all count on. The three-letter word, jobs. J-O-B-S. It turns out there were plenty of jobs available this year, unless you were a former reality TV host turned president. I don't think they like me very much. And nobody worked harder than Pete Davidson, who dated so many actresses it left some rappers at a loss for words. It's not a matter of, it's a matter of, and you know, you know, so... COVID-19 continued to plague the country, and Dr. Anthony Fauci engaged in several different cover-ups. I don't think I can answer that question, sir. And Alec Baldwin was pretty busy producing movies, but we're going to take a shot in the dark and say that won't happen again. He should be behind bars! Wishing all of you a year so good that not even Joe Biden could forget it. You know, the, um, with, uh, I don't know, uh, Are you tired of fighting with strangers on Facebook? Pick up the phone and dial 970-FIGHT, the service that gives you real arguments with real people. 970-FIGHT, how can I help you? Yeah, I'd like to get in a fight. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. That's exactly why I called. No, it's not. Yes, it is, you asshole. At 970-FIGHT, our operators are trained to make you argue over things that have nothing to do with the original issue, just like Facebook. Yeah, hi, I wanted to talk about politics. Can you turn down the music? Hey, I don't have music on. Yes, you do. I'm going to come down there and grab your friggin'... I can't hear you, the music's too loud. I'm in the f***ing bathroom! So don't flush another hour down the toilet arguing on a keyboard. Call 970-FIGHT and call it a day.
of the show. It's Martin Solveig. That's not K-pop. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it might be. I don't know. And Dragonette, it's hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the show. Appreciate you being here. My name is Ultimate DJs, and you're listening to Talking Trek Live. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and good evening and welcome in to our panelists. Our friend and uh, and co-host Bubba Joe is here. G-Man is here. Gregor, what's up, buddy? Uh, Happy New Year to you. Truck and Chick Karkin, Steven Zarin, and Super Jesse are all here hanging out. Good evening and welcome in to you guys here. Appreciate you guys all being here. So right before the break, Bubba Joe, we're talking about uh, looking back on 21, the items that stood out to us as players throughout the year and therefore what we could look forward to in 2022. What do we want to tell Scopely? Like these were the high points for us. This is what we would like to see something kind of coming back and, and, you know, revisiting if necessary or continuing their story like the Franklin A. Uh, let's talk about the introduction then, Bubba Joe, coming into May of TNG. All right. Everybody had big expectations. Everybody had huge hopes. Right, Gregor? This was the one. Don't mess this up, Scopely. Don't mess up TNG. I mean, we said it about TOS, but TNG was even bigger. Don't even bigger. mess it up. All right. Then we got through it. And functionally, this is where I disagreed with a lot of people. I was in the minority. Mechanically, I was satisfied with TNG. Thematically, it was extremely weak. And Bubba Joe, I think that was your big problem with with the entirety of the five months of TNG is that you're a story guy. You're a narrative guy. You wanted the big thematic elements. TNG did not deliver. Correct. Let's talk about what happened in those five months. Gregor, let me start with you. We had the introduction of a cool of a cool couple of mechanics, a couple of cool features there that happened during those TNG arcs. They just all felt really wildly disconnected. But game-wise, what was it about TNG that stood out to you the most? It took up almost half the year. All right, five months of the of 2021 was spent on TNG, but we got a couple of things. We got away teams, we got exocomps, we got Meridian, we you know we got all these other things. Gregor, was there anything about TNG that stood out to you as as a game changing feature? Well, I think it was more about what didn't happen, and I think it was the Enterprise that didn't happen. Mm. And that's what that was. That was the big what mm. we didn't get the Enterprise. Yeah, the whole TNG arc. (laughs) Five long months. We were fluffed, Bubba Joe, and there was no delivery. (laughs) There was no climax. (laughs) There was no 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 finishing moment. There was no zen afterwards. I I feel like that arc exemplified us overexcited about officers that just didn't turn out to be that exciting. I'm not saying they're useless. I'm not saying they're bad. They're still not anybody's primary officer in most situations, though. Well, you're right. And we said that earlier in the show. This arc felt like it was all about options. It was all about additional choice. It was all about diversity. It was all about uh, allowing players to multitask. Again, I come back, Bubba Joe, and, and say mechanically, it really was a great arc. All right? For the things that it lets us do. I mean... We can now grind with two crews, right? That right. was because so, of TNG's arc, but nothing to do with TNG itself. Go ahead, Bubba. 
Yes. So, so I completely agree with Krager's primary point and it was part of my, you know, how do you, how do you release an arc? I mean, it would be like trying to say, well, we did TNG, but we didn't do Picard, Data, or Riker. It's like, well, then what the heck did you do? The, by not doing the ship, like, it seemed like they were really missing something. I get it. They wanted it to be G, the top of G5. That's a discussion for another time. But the one thing that I do want to point out is how many times did you and me and Ripper and Gregor and Big Country and everyone who was ever on this show say, Pike is broken. Pike is doing things he's not supposed to do. We're never going to get another person like him again. <laughs> and Scopely embraced it and said, okay, well, we're not going to give you what you think you might want, but we're going to give you this iconic person in Picard and he is going to do this mechanic to allow you to have a second grinding crew that can operate at the same time and that was something I don't think anybody expected and is it was a huge like they said okay hey not only are we going to give you another one we're going to errata his we're going to change his wording so he's actually worded the way and what he's actually doing and we're going to word Picard the same way and we're going to give you a second one and I think that was something that we all, no one saw coming. Oh, I agree. I, I was shocked. I was shocked when they told me about Picard, what his ability was. Uh, further, they literally utilized the same mechanic uh, by requiring a side of synergy. But Picard is worthless without his team. All right. Correct. If you don't have synergy there, he is absolutely. All right. He has to have a single side of synergy. Now, Svanon and Royal Power uh, in the chat and LMNOP says, man, you know, okay, let's talk about Picard. Fine. Picard is what everybody's focused on out of these five months. Okay, fine. How about we source him? All right? Because, Bubba, you were talking about the officer sourcing, which has gotten better, especially from October on. Like the fourth quarter, stupid. Stupid good, yep. Scopely. Don't ever take this away. Stupid, 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 good. Officer sourcing in the fourth quarter. But and, there's officers we got to come back and pick up. Right. So so along those lines, and this is something that I think it was Jesse who was talking about, you know, the chest, the rare Armada chest is, uh, well, of the G4 Armada chests are bad, and the rare one specifically is among the worst. If Scopely wants to have a super limited officer set, be that Picard, maybe from this arc it ends up being Honor Guard Worf, although I really hope not because everyone could use him. And maybe they're going to have, you know, they'll be the one super chase officer moving forward. Let's put just those officers in that rare armada chest, right? Let's pull the officers out of that that are, acce are accessible in other ways, and let's make that chest completely focused on you can only get these officers in this way and i think people would be like hey i'm gonna go run rares i'm gonna go get the directives any way possible um i agree captain oblivious the costs are too high but not only are the costs too high the rewards aren't any good let's make the rewards good and you know and or or completely reduce the cost and i think as dj said they they view the costs as what they want so let's at least make the rewards better and i think that you can pick an officer of the arc and say, we're going to make this officer a little bit harder to get. You had your chance in the arc. You had your chance in the arc event store. And if you still need more shards, you want to level them up, let's put them in some sort of limited capability to get them. And I think that would be the thing 
um, that I, I would love to see them kind of do. And, and again, it would drive people towards those chests. Whereas right now, for the most part, I know me and all the people I talk to are just ignoring that chest because it's, it returns so little value. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a rough thing for sure. But you know, we look at the officer sourcing. Now somebody says, well, they diluted the chest. Yes, they did. But they also increased the payout. All right. So the dilution is definitely an issue. All right. But they also increased the shards. Uh, as well, right? It, what What is it now? Somebody help me out. Is it 12 shards instead of 10? 12. It's 12, 12 shards. So you got 20% boost in payout, which is helping to counter some of that dilution, all right? And Hani says not always. Uh, yes, always. It's 12 shards, okay? Or 12 pulls, rather. If you got a full pull, you know, that does still count as one of yours, but it, but it is always 12 pulls. So um, that's what you're getting. So in in doing that dilution, and by the way, this is for Ops 30 Plus because 29 and down still have the old one, but in Ops 30 Plus, uh, you did get more dilution in that pack, but you're also getting 20% more shards. Now, I don't know if that actually works out mathematically, Bubba Joe. I mean, you still have more selection, okay? It's probably still slowing you down a little bit, but it's still more gained for the same amount of investment, which is is huge and i would even argue that i don't feel like ultra sourcing itself has slowed down all right if anything i feel like ultra sourcing might be just slightly up not huge all right by the way when did i do my blitz on youtube the hundred thousand ultras that wasn't that right before christmas maybe yes. a, a week or two before christmas yeah, about, 18th or 19th two weeks ago yeah two or three weeks ago. and i told you that i felt that in case there was some kind of ultra spend event, even the next week, I felt like I could reaccumulate 10,000 pretty quickly. As a matter of fact, Bubba, we said that two months was more than enough time to source 100,000 ultras. Isn't that what we said? Mm hmm. All right. I don't remember what the date of that show was. Uh, Stevens Aaron is saying the 18th. Is that correct? So we have had 18, 12, 14 days. Today is two weeks exactly, Bubba Joe. And I have 21.3 thousand ultras. In two weeks, I have done. So by this math, all right, by this math, you're right, Bubba Joe, less than two months. All right. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to put me at 100,000 ultras in about five weeks. Now, Dark Menace says, how do you do that? I, we, we did a whole show on it, so you can go back and watch. Actually, there's a whole YouTube uh, on ultra accumulation, ultra spend, um, no, the mechanics are pretty much the same. Now, Taffy already, they, they could, Bubba Joe, I think we acknowledge that they do scale up, right? My payout may be higher, uh, than it would be at, at Ops 30. However, the events where they are available are the same for everybody. All right. For example, all right, let's take a look at today's faction hunt, which by the way, I haven't done it yet. Okay. And Sanzo, you said, don't forget we had a generous event. I don't disagree. By by this two weeks, I would say I could do a hundred thousand in five weeks. But I don't think Bubba Joe and I either one would have expected five weeks to be the number. We said six to eight weeks, right, Bubba Joe? Like normal gameplay, we said yep. six to eight weeks. Now, Looter, this is perfect. I, I wanna I wanna point this out. Looter says in that same time I've only gotten ten. Where have your ten come from? Stevens Aaron says same thing, same ops, forty. I have ten. Okay. You got it, Cruzito. I told you guys during that stream, I focus on the daily calendar. I focus on the daily calendar. There's a lot of research in there, okay? 
uh, it's events. That's where I'm doing it. Now, if you're doing yours mainly through primary events, then it's going to be slower. I do every single event, every single event in the mini event calendar that pays ultras. Sometimes it's building station. Sometimes it's doing research. I don't think there is one for officer recruiting, Bubba Joe. How many and- does it take research for you to how many researches does it take for you to complete the the daily? Karkin. So three. that depends. That depends. I try to time it out so that I can do it with one. And how would I do that, everybody? Come on, class. How could I get twenty five thousand points with one research? You got it, Joker. A level one research guys i don't burn level ones for for hardly anything i save my level ones specifically for those events karkin so uh for example we just opened up where was it in the territory tree we just opened up a whole bunch of new nodes now granted uh i think 16 of those right bubba joe were for 40 plus well Thankfully, that's where I'm at, okay? so And that's why I said earlier, my acquisition of Ultras is probably going to be slightly advanced uh, as compared to an Ops 30. But that's where you get them, folks. That's where you get them is the mini events. There's, I bet you there's five or 6,000 a week handed out in mini events, Bubba Joe. And I even I can't do them all, all right? But if you look at the calendars and you look – at the at the researches and you kind of plan it out guys right here is what i've got available this is in the territory tree now again this is level 40 plus however you can see i've got two level one researches ready to go and fortunately i have been able to make sure that i can keep the iso emulsion that i've got the particles that i've got the resources that i just threw into the chat uh stevens aaron can throw those into the graphics for observation later i always keep a level one research always 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 all right because that twenty five thousand one karkin that's heavy especially if my research is only given two thousand or twenty five hundred points you know now there's another research event that only requires eighty five hundred points all right. There's another research event that only gives 80, uh, that only requires 8,500 points. Karkin, crazy enough. I will actually do three or four researches of that one, not level ones. All right. Because I'm okay to spend to do three or four researches in a day. I'm, I'm okay to do that. All right. But to do 12 or 14 researches might be a little overkill. So I tend to save my level ones for the 25,000 one. And I, send, I tend to do my level two up for the 8500 one. All right. And and, and and that so to answer your question, it depends on which event it is, it depends on what I have available. Have I done a 25,000 event with 2 and 3000 researches? I sure have. That's painful, but I will do it because it is my best source of ultras. And why I have no dilithium, Bubba Joe? <laughs> because mm-hmm. I do a lot of research. I do a ton of research. So uh, that's where those come from. Guys, take a look. STFC.OVH. All right. I don't even know. Who makes that calendar? Who maintains that thing? Because, dang, such a good tool. I have no idea who makes it. STFC.OVH. That is a calendar uh, site. And it is always right. I've never found it to be wrong. Well, that's not true. 
once in a while that it gets a little bit bonkers. I've noticed at midnight, like right at midnight, I think because they're in a different yeah. time zone. They're in a different time zone than me, so their website is like reading my computer clock. Between midnight, also Ivarian makes it. It's a genius tool. Yeah. I love it. He's in Europe, server 164. Dude, you're amazing. Ivarian, biggest shouts ever. I don't promote your tool enough, but I use it every single day. Every day, every, every, every day. I use it. Uh, great, great tool. STSC.ovh. Guys, it will help you plan. All right? Yeah, don't burn the speed ups. We've talked about this even with away teams, Bubba Joe. Start that level one research. Hopefully, you've got second researcher. Maybe you've got third researcher. If you don't, that's fine. Start it in the first bay. Let the clock work for you and finish it during the next event that pays ultras. All right? That's that's how I do it, Bubba Joe. Uh, I try to... That's that's how I try to do it. Anyway, uh, back to TNG, the ultras thing. I got sidetracked with that with those ultras. Um, TNG, Bubba Joe, bigger thing, biggest thing that stuck out for you uh, in, in this entire arc, because it wasn't the story, for sure, and the lack of the it D. Was not... <laughs> so uh, I think outside of the, uh, the point we've already talked about, uh, I think the next uh, biggest thing, I mean, obviously I, I, I felt that we were never going to get another Pike, and we did, but I think that and it's not what came out in TNG, but it's what they've done with it since then, and that's ATAs. Are a huge change to the way that we play the game, right? These officers that we have, you're saving up, you're getting officer shards or materials or secondary resources. ATAs are uh, are something that has has affected the game in a positive way, and I did not like the way that they launched, I, and I don't think I was alone. Um, and I felt that the, some of what they did, but they did tweak it over time. They added the traits. Uh, and now ATAs are a reasonable and rewarding part of uh, of the game. Um, it's not the thematic element I was hoping for. Um, you know, I wanted to be able to go to a system and send my crew down and and do an away team's assignment and, you know, have every planet be a little bit different. But uh, uh, armor ATAs are away team's assignments. Uh, but ATAs have definitely changed the game um, uh, in a positive way in, in the ability to be able to get uh, things that are not sourced in other ways. I love away team's assignments. I have loved them from the beginning, but you're absolutely right. 2.0 and traits has made it even more fun. Uh, and, and not even – I mean, fun is accurate. I do have fun solving the puzzle. It's only fun for a puzzle solver. Okay, <laughs> it, it's fun for puzzle guys. All right, it's rewarding for everybody. All right, but it is it is fun for for the puzzle guys. Um, and by the way, Bubba Joe, ATA 2.0 technically was still TNG arc. All right, that came out. I don't remember if it was in month four or month five, but ATAs was month one, and then ATA 2.0 was. Uh, either month four or month five, it was still TNG. But you're right; it didn't launch, <clears throat> didn't launch the first way quite as as strongly as what they had planned. And I think I think later on, it it kind of became apparent that maybe they just didn't have it done, Bubba. Um, you know, it was a massive feature, uh, and so maybe they decided to break it out. Maybe that was their plan. But either way, 2.0, maybe maybe it was a tutorial. Maybe 1.0 was to get you familiar. And then, you know, not to dump too much on people at the same time. We've talked. Imagine dumping traits on top of the away team's mechanic as a fresh launch. It might have been too much. Might have been too much. 
But uh, I have really enjoyed traits, and I think that there is a lot of great research in here. The service awards are important, and why I have found even the shuttle bay to be wildly important because these uh, later levels of the shuttle bay, uh, part of my big ops blitz uh, this past month with Lorca, involved getting my shuttle bay, Bubba, all the way to level 42, where I now have a 98, uh, sorry, 91% service award cost efficiency. That's significant. Not only that, but it's 110% weapon damage bonus, which again is to base. We've always felt like that wasn't pretty big, but I mean, it's doubling my base right off the bat. You know, so I'm, I'm not really big time complaining on that either. Another thing that TNG brought us, truck and chick. What else did TNG bring us that stood out to you? Not uh, truck and chick disappeared. Karkin? I'll jump in and say yeah. Beverly Crusher. Beverly she's Crusher. Okay. Uh, she's great. She has a Greater, lot of uses. A lot of uses story. even yeah. outside of Picard. Let's talk about Bev. All right. Uh, out of the chat. Very quickly out of the chat. And, and Gregor or Jesse, if, Bubba, if you guys have uses that don't involve Picard. All right. Top three uses for sure. Beverly not involving Picard. Let's go. Absolutely. So Beverly is so there were a bunch of crews that started popping up where people were going, I'm going to use five and then these two sidecar pieces because five gives me the mitigation and then these sidecar pieces give me what we want. And if you're looking at just mitigation, Bev is simply better. She's just better than five. Now, five offers the loot <clears throat> bonus, which is huge. She does not replace that. But as a solo mitigation officer, Beverly's the best in the game, and it's not particularly close. And you put her in the captain's chair or you put her off to the side either way. She Her, her percentage is higher. You can stack a stat just like you could with uh, five, of ten, 5 of 11. So she absolutely, in a solo capacity, replaced, replaced 5 in all those crews that just wanted a mitigation officer. It is kind of crazy that Beverly Crusher of all officers is now potentially a top three or a top five officer in the game. Yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy. She she her shield replacement mechanic is Kirk Spock. She eliminates two and and Truck and Chick said earlier that Kirk Spock Khan was one of the best Armada crews, one of the most classic and timeless Armada crews in the game. And Beverly can do two uh, with the power of one. All right, let's read out some of these. All right, Stevens Aaron says, I'm using uh, to kill Borg. I'm using uh, uh, Office Mud, Beverly, and Roe. Okay. Captain Oblivious says, in heavies, I'm using Bev, Meth Mud, and Con. All right. Goat Bear says, I'm using Beverly for swarms. That's right. I'm using... Uh, I do the same thing, Gobert. I'm using Jayla as captain, Beverly and Kang on the sides for kill and swarm. All right. Joker says, I use Beverly as support to Riker uh, in Armadas. Okay. Um, Dark Menace says, I like her for the mitigation when I can't put five in the captain's chair for massive loot. So I'm going LaForge, Beverly, and five for synergy on LaForge's loot bonus plus mitigation. Bubba Joe. Dang, gone, man. Beverly, Eurydice, and Mud, says Tacos. All right. 
great, great combinations. Truck and Chick said earlier, I'm using, what did you say? You're using Riker, Beverly, and Gigi for Mud Matas. Captain Bull says same thing, Mud Matas. All right, big time, folks. Beverly, ooh, man, do I want to make the claim, Gregor? Was Beverly Crusher the officer of 2021? I don't know if I want to go that far, but, man, she's good. She's big. Does she deserve to be the number one officer of the year, Gregor? Oh, I don't know, buddy. I mean, it depends. I guess for PVE, yeah, probably. Is there a denomination for sure? So, can... uh, yeah, I think you have to break it down oh, into – I think category. you break it down into PVE, PVP, and I'll say uh, non-combat. I think those Utility? are the three categories you have to consider. And for PVE, I would agree that she's the number one officer the release this year. Jay Berg says, number one, diamond in the rough. Vengeance, Beverly is a multi-purpose tool. Call her the hidden gem. Stevens Aaron, Oblivious, and Maztec all say yes, officer of the year. Uh, on the other hand, um, K21 is kind of going with what Bubba Joe says and says, I don't know, man. I think the number one officer of the year was also a rare in TOS Uhura. And and that's what Bubba Joe's just pointing out is the breakdown. In PvP, no doubt, TOS Uhura is big. All right. Although, well, no, you know, I can't say of the year because Ash Tyler was technically 2020, wasn't he? He was not a 21 yes. officer. See, I still, I still love I might Ash put Tyler. Honor Guard Wharf above Uhura. Yeah, so that's, mm. that's my point. I think Uhura has some competition in 2021 with Honor Guard Wharf. Both of those are just absolutely PvP tanks. Yeah. Mr. Wegg says, wait a minute, DJ, not Data? <laughs> Still waiting on that one to pan out. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that no one in the chat is teasing me about Wesley. Uh, it's there. I just haven't read it. <laughs> I just haven't read it. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, there's some there's some uh, good talk there. All right. Um, let's well, do – so Let's just – let me just so, – so we have those two. I think those – that's two categories. But are we going to completely ignore uh, 3, 4, and 11? See, I, I mean, feel you know that's not TNG. I guess three that's technically under the was utility category. Three technically we was. Up. If we're talking about officers of the year, yeah, big time. Okay, three, three, four, and eleven are big. I, if I had to pick my my favorite one out of those, I gotta be honest with you. I think it's four. All right, I know it's or, bleh, but cargo, max cargo. If I'm looking at three of eleven, four of eleven, and eleven of eleven. My favorite of those three, I believe, is four. What about two? Two's good, but not of the year. Three gives more. Three gives more. Bubba Joe? Uh, sorry, four. Four, four gives more. Four gives more than two. All right, <laughs> two and four, but I'm confusing you, everybody. Two and four, very important, but four is better than two. Yeah. By all uh, accounts. For me, it's three. <laughs> three. For me, it's three. Interesting. Yep. Because of the protected. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Jesse says, good math. Four is better than two. Thank you. <laughs> That's what you're learning here on this show. Four is more than two. Uh, Stein says, what about Grush? Grush is a great officer. But again, now we should have this conversation with Bubba Joe. But for me, the max cargo was more important than the protected cargo. So I'm still going to go with four of 11. Grush deserves to be talked about. But. 
Grush is only 100%. And and four, uh, sorry, three of 11 starts at 300% and can tear up. So just as far as a protection capacity, three of 11 is going to be way, way more effective than Grush, uh, especially up front. Uh, in the short term. But Grush is definitely, I mean, there was some really good protection officers. There was some good utility officers, for sure, especially here in this fourth quarter, Bubba Joe. So now, you know, Svannon says, I, I'm with Bubba. I'm taking protected over total any day. Rating is not my priority. It's maximizing my efficiency in mining. And that's probably, Bubba Joe, why you're saying, hey, I'm down for the 3 of 11. I'm down for the Grush because I am after those capacities, right? Yep, yep. Having that I get, final I gotta capacity get, I want to get my cargo home. Having that final capacity person also really did finalize the crew setup that I had for my miners. Finally, you had everyone who had a decent protected setup with extra, yeah. You know. Yeah, you could use protection uh, crews on more than one ship. That was also very, very nice. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's finish up on TNG. I'm going to give uh, three people one more feature uh, if they want to. Bubba Joe, one last thing about TNG that stood out for you as a positive, game-changing impact for the year of 21. Uh, Nobody I'm has given sorry, mine I, yet. <laughs> I, I only have negative things to say about the other features of TNG, oh, so you'll have to pick someone Oh, stop it! Stop it! <laughs> If somebody doesn't come out here and say that exocomps are awesome, I'm going to be really, really upset. Trucking chick, what did you, was there anything else about TNG that that stood out to you as having as having big impacts? Other than how crappy exocomps are. Oh, for the love of Pete! <laughs> Stop it! You guys are all being so dramatic. Um, <laughs> all right, Karkin, did you have anything else on TNG? Were the exocomps part of TNG? They were right at the end, though. Oh, Do my we... God. Stop oh, it! <laughs> yes, they were part of TNG. Oh, fine. Yeah, like you know what? They were good. I, I was going to more... Shinjo said in the chat is perfectly accurate. Exocomps are meh. All right, whatever. <laughs> Priya says, what's an exocomp? You guys, I like the exocomps. I use... Listen, I use them every day. Let me just give you a quick status update. All right, Bubba Joe, you're going to make so much fun of me for this. Everybody is going to make so much fun of me for this. I am such a believer. Yeah, listen, Elrose, I am such a huge nerd for exocomps that my factory is now maxed at level 40. I rushed it, Bubba Joe. I rushed it. I bought all three of the chests every single day to get the servos. My exocomp factory is now level 4. I am no longer drawing the three, and I am drawing only the premium chest uh, as much as I can. I can't do it every single day, but I get good four-star uncommon and four-star rare exocomps now. Uh, and, and again, I, I know I'm, I'm speaking at an ops level higher than what some of you guys are. You got to be obviously ops 40 to get it to 40, but it was a big priority, Bubba Joe. When did that come out? That was like August or, or maybe July. And exocomps? I've, yeah. Exocomps were late, so they would have been... Well, August was month four. That probably is... I, I want to say that was the la the next to last month. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Sansa says exocomps were the 2021 sarcophagus. Stop it! That's horrible! Thank you, Inhani. It was August. All right? It was August. 
Um, so there you go. All right. Uh, I have now a maxed Exocomp factory. I use probably, I'm not even kidding you, Bubba Joe, when I tell you, I probably use, I probably use six to eight Exocomps a day. I use them for everything now. I have finally gotten myself in a pattern for remembering like before I do just about anything I'm using, I'm activating an exocomp for just about anything. All right. Even if it's just to go hunt scouts, what am I using? Warp speed. And, and by the way, I've got the multifunction slot open. So a lot of times, depending on what I'm doing, I'll activate two that perform the same function. So I'm getting a double whammy. All right. <laughs> Louis P says uh, that Sanzo gets the response of the year award and that exocomps are the 2021 sarcophagus. It's horrible. <laughs> so funny. Oh, fun, fun. Exo what? Says Royal Power. Okay, fine. You guys didn't like the exocomps. All right, Bubba Joe. That leaves us only with duality. Duality now. The fourth quarter, October, November, December. Let's try to jam this out in a few minutes because I want to take our last break and come back. And uh, no, Elrose says Scopely has rewired my brain. No, I'm just using them. I'm using and and I I am saving a lot of time and you know speed ups on a lot of things. I'm very very happy. I was a believer in exocomps. Maybe it's not huge, but it's doing a lot for me. I do a lot of speed builds. I do a ton of speed builds. So I bet you in all the speed ups, Bubba Joe, that I have saved since using exocomps. that would be really, really hard to monetize. I would say that I am averaging per research and per building, I am probably averaging three to four day savings. Okay, Bubba Joe? That's probably accurate. Does anybody want to disagree with that? Maybe three. Now, K21 says, woohoo, 900 lat. All right, except I just did a blitz uh, from 41 to 43, where I probably did 30 buildings. Okay? Like, I did that all at once. I also just now told you that I do every single research mini event, where sometimes I'll do four, five to ten researches. I mean, so if each one is saving me 900 latinum, Bubba Joe, this is probably impossible to know, but how many buildings and or researches have you done since August? In four months' time, how many buildings and or researches have you completed? Uh, that's a good question. It's a lot. Empty Calories says, I kind of find a meh for the 30s. Listen, I'm not saying that they don't start small. They do. All right, but this is a feature worth pursuing. This I'd, is a I'd say it's probably... It's probably 100 to 150 buildings. All right. Now, let's take 150. And by the way, Bubba Joe's impact would be significantly higher than mine. But let's say that it is only 900 latinum. And Bubba Joe, agree or disagree, an exocom for you is saving more than two or three days. It's, got uh, it's more than two or three days. All right. Let's assume, let's assume three days. That is 140,000 latinum. All right. Now, that's not a ton. That's a $100 pack, right, Bubba Joe? That's the amount of latinum that comes, and, and it might even be more. It's going to be more for Bubba Joe. 
That's about the amount of latinum that comes in one $100 pack for me without anything else. All right. And this for me was a completely free mechanic. I never spent a dime on surveys. I never spent a dime on anything related to exocomps. Nothing. Uh, Joker says, so what you're saying is maybe I should save my exos so I can use them when they're more useful. Because it's an infinite loop, Joker, I don't think that I would save them. Go ahead and use them. It's saving you now. It will save you more later, but you're earning more every single day. Not only that, but as you get later, you're going to be earning higher rarity and higher grades. So, no, I don't think you save them. Bubba Joe, I mean, if somebody was going to buy into this mechanic, I don't think you bank them, do you? No. No, I don't think so. No, because you're, you're getting more... Um, you know, and I, and, and with the, uh, with the ATA that gives you the exocomp servo, uh, not the servos, but the, uh, uh, the resource, uh, you know, I, I have literally not paid for any of those, uh, of, of the pieces that you use for the, I call it the refinery, uh, to get the exocomps. And I have a, almost 10,000, right. And I haven't bought any of them. It's just what I get from the 90 every day. And then what I get from ATAs, you can get them very quickly. I do each of the three chests every day. Um, you know, so it absolutely, you can bank up, you, you can get as many exocomps as you want. I don't, that I would not save them up for anything. Use them as you went. The problem I have with exocomps is the significance is one, but it's the remembering, right? I build buildings when I need to build a building. Like I'm going to, try and score in this event and I go and do it and having to start the exocomp first or having to start the exocomp before my ship leaves all of that just aggravates me <laughs> I get that I get it it's a pattern you got to get into it like how many of you guys have missed at least one day's refine on your syndicate xp because you forget about it all right I have <laughs> I think I have forgotten like two two different times I've forgotten it um, so listen, I get it. I almost but forgot, but I've been spending days getting it back down to the timing of my other ones. Yeah, I've missed it. I've missed it a couple of times. Guys, all I'm saying is this is a worthwhile feature that is completely free and it only gets better. All right. I understand if you are still struggling with trying to get into the habit of using them, but, but I have forced myself to do it every single day. I, I have forced myself to use them and, and I'm, I'm happier for it. I am performing better because of it. And and look, Savannah just wrote this here a minute ago. Uh, his level 49 in his alliance claims that he has saved several hundred thousand latinum in speed-ups. Uh, it's, you know, and I agree. Wham says you got to remember to use them first. That's what Bubba says. Lieutenant Bennett on server 35 says, I use sometimes three or four during a territory contest. They're great in certain PvP applications. Let me just ask, what's a good PvP exocomp, somebody? There's a couple. Bubba Joe, first PvP exocomp that pops into your head. Well, there are ship-specific damage boosters, so that's obviously something that works well in PvP. Okay, that's a good one. It's probably not my favorite one, though. Somebody else? Yeah, Lieutenant Bennett, you and I Warp are on the same speed. page. Uh, not necessarily warp speed, uh, although it could be. To your targets. It could be. I'm going to go with Lieutenant Bennett here. Lieutenant Bennett says, Officer Stat Boosters. Bingo. B -b 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 Bingo. Love it. Love that one. Okay? I love that one because that is feeding my most lethal officers. Captain Oblivious says, absolutely. I use those only for ATAs. 
There you go. Joker says, which stat do I prefer? Uh, it depends on what I'm using. All right. If I've got my Enterprise, then I'm probably running defense. If I'm using my Augur, I'm probably running attack. And thankfully, if I'm running both of them, I've got a multifunction slot. Okay. <laughs> so I'm using both. All right. Yes, Elrose. I just Star Lord, uh, just Star Lorded you. <laughs> Bingo. Uh, anyway. Okay. Um, so there you go. Bubba Joe. Duality. All right. We got it. We got to move along. Duality introduced the three, four, and 11 officers, which we've already talked about being game changing. Uh, anything else from the last three months? We talked about Honor Guard Wharf as well. All right. These, these particular officers kind of crept in earlier in the conversation. What else did we get in the fourth quarter? Really, there was only one. Cloaking. <laughs> Cloaking. I thought we were talking about positive changes. Okay. <laughs> so this was not a game-changing mechanic for you? <laughs> I'm not, listen, I, don't, I, have not, I have yet to use cloaking in PvP. I do it for my dailies. I have yet to do it against a target that I could not kill. I have yet to do it against a player. So far, I may eventually if they raise the cap. That's what I've been telling them. It has no use to me until the cap goes up. But, yeah, there was cloaking. Uh, anything else happened during duality? Uh, I saw somebody mention Sela. All right, was that was that the big thing? I think... Uh, I mean, how can we not talk about the the next level of the game, right? I mean, that has to be something you mentioned, right? Okay. And it's I've said it, and uh, when you interviewed Ska, he said it um, early on, at least for the first few levels. And I'll learn more as I've just got to fifty three. Um, the ability to advance uh, the economy of fifty to at least fifty three, and Ska said all the way up to fifty nine. He felt that the economy of events and what you were spending was significantly better than the launch of G4. And, and I completely agree and still stand by that sentiment. There was no path to advance in early G4, whereas G5 was structured so that you had the ability to advance your station and advance your ops levels. So um, it is that, you know, that's a huge change to the game. And that what came with that was some revisiting of G4, rewards for G3. Um, so, I mean, that was a huge, huge impact to the game, right? And, of course, we get to see the new ships that they want to introduce. The 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 D is there. The Daredex is there. Um, so it's definitely a game-changing experience and something that, you know, is something that we're just getting the very beginnings of. Agreed. K21 says the problem with G5 is having to go through G4 first. Which is true, absolutely. It's not wrong. You're very, very <laughs> accurate. The good news is, though, I personally feel this way, uh, and 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 not everybody agrees, Bubba Joe. I've asked around it a little bit, but not everybody, not everybody's with me. By the way, congratulations to Stevens Aaron, Stevens Aaron, who is now up to forty. Finally did it. How long did you camp at thirty nine, buddy? You you've been there close to a year, right? Um, no, only about five months. Oh, well, pfft, no big deal. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, he finally did it. He's been telling us yeah. about this camping trip all this time, and he decided finally to to hit 40. Um, I think you did it at just the right time, Stevens, Aaron. I think that I am progressing well, yeah. through my early 40s at the right time because, Bubba Joe, what I have observed 
is that with the introduction of G5, which was essentially a fourth quarter feature, I have seen resource and materials just bonkers good. Bonkers good at 40 plus. Probably even 37 or 38 plus, really. I've seen a huge, huge injection. Of, yeah, I, I, I had the I had the building upgrade. I hit the building upgrade right before duality arc, like the very first duality arc. So I've I've just let it count down over these last three months, basically four months. It, I mean, it's it's massive with with, with, the, with the plan to do it this at the start of this year, basically. Now, day trade says, but not enough common. Listen, you can't still do this without your plan. Okay. The reason that Stevens Aaron camped out at 39 for a while, the reason that I camped at 41 for a while, I am still scrapping level 26 ships. Literally, right here, right now, this moment, I've got a D3 in the scrapper. All right, you can't ever stop. I don't think you stop scrapping those level 26s, Bubba, until at ever. least, well, I was going to say at least 47. And, and Gregor saying ever. Ever. You never stop scrapping the 26s. All right. The 26 is keep on going. I got a D3 in the scrapper right now. It just keeps going. Don't stop with us. Today was faction hunt. I built three brand new 26s, (laughs) leveled them up five levels and or five tiers. (laughs) And you're done. I will do the same thing tomorrow and the next day. Like you keep building the 26 ships and scrapping them. God, that's so many materials. I I don't think I have enough to do all that. (laughs) I don't think I have enough to do all that. but, But nonetheless, um, I, I will, I will do as much as I can, uh, with what I currently have. All right. Joker says, how high do you build the 26s before scrapping? I mean, I don't know. I took them to 45. Are you guys taking them to 45? Yep. Yeah. I take them to 45. X, all yeah. the way. All the way. Yeah. I go 45. I, I'd have to my. double check again, but I believe that the parts double from 40 to 45 and they may double again from 35 to that's, 40. It's just not. not yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you, you have to take them all the way. Yeah. Uh, the reason he said five tiers is because that's all that was required for the points today in a faction hunt. See, if you look at your faction hunt, you get points for tiering a faction ship. So he did five tiers today. It's enough to get him his 1,250 points. Uh, and tomorrow he's going to do all those ships, another five tiers. So, yep. uh, yeah, that's what it is. It's five tiers to satisfy one event, which is why he said uh, five tiers today. But, yeah, no, you definitely, if you're going to scrap him, you go all the way. Go all the way. All the way. Uh, four tiers would have been twelve hundred points, and and yeah. but Bubba I think has so to have like thirteen hundred eighty or something. Fifteen hundred eighty. So I got yeah. fifteen hundred, and then I kill three hostels. There you go. I can. I, I will swallow the rep loss of three hostels <laughs> far more, <laughs> far more than, than what I would have to do if I just hit hostels. So for me, I yeah, I only have to do four tiers. That gets me twelve hundred points, and then I have to do two hostels. All right, so if I do four tiers of each, then I only have to do two hostels, and then I, and then I do it. So I'm not, I'm still not wasting around. But yeah, four tiers. But you know, depending on what four tiers, it might be expensive. So I don't know. All right, uh, anything else in duality? Nothing. I Gregor had a great one in chat. I, I think it deserves conversation. I can't believe nobody's brought it up. G, what was your observation out of the fourth quarter game-changing mechanics here in Star Trek Fleet Command? You mean the officer solo milestone sidecar thing? Yeah, guys, yeah. officer yeah. sourcing, right? 
The introduction of the um, auction replacement model. All right, the introduction of the auction SMS sidecar to the to even the traditional auctions, officer well, sourcing. So, so there was a definitely officer sourcing shift for duality, but the side panel milestone with the auction that started in TNG. It did. It did indeed. Started with Picard. Uh, yeah, that's right. Actually, it did. So it went back a little bit further. But I, I am I'm going to elaborate on Gregor's point and go even further with it and, and talk about metas for epic officers. All right. And now we're looking at your, the syndicate store with an epic officer. By the way, completely 100% passed out to Max for free. It's a long road, but at least we see it. It's in the plan. It's right in front of us. All right, so uh, Ransusi says officer presets are pay to play. I disagree. It's just going to take a long time. All right, it's just going to take a long time. You're going to eventually get him. It's just it's no different than Grush. We haven't described Grush as pay to play. He's an epic officer available completely free to play. All right, so the presets are no different. All right, just going to take a long time, but you know, I agree more with K twenty one that the presets are are less exciting without below decks than you know just having them locked in the syndicate tree. Which Bubba Joe, I I do agree with. I'm not super pleased with that one, but you know, I am using it. I I, I can't say I'm not using it. It would be more useful if it did under decks, but I am using it. I've got one preset unlocked so far. I'm using it with Grush because there's no syndicate, and it's a weird you know, name, and there's no synergy, and there's no group, so he's a harder officer to Actually, find in the carousel, so that's why. Because he's the first, <laughs> last set of groups that would come up, if you just went group, he'd be like the first name there, all by himself, right next to Worf, and then Sela. Oh, really? So if you if you have yeah. nobody in the captain's chair and do group, he's the first one? Yeah. Well, oh, even if you have someone that. in the captain's chair, he'll just be the first one after the group that that captain owns. Ah, there you go. Okay. Well, that's cool. There you go. Useful tip. I didn't even know that one. All right. So there's duality. Anybody else? Anybody? Anybody? Track and chick? Steven Zaren, Karkin? I like that there's potentially stoppers to Marcus and, you know, the, the triangle busters. Okay. There you go. Just more, uh, more selection, uh, more selection yeah. in the crew. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, this is what everybody's been waiting for, right, Bubba Joe? We're going to take our final break. When we come back, when we come back, I have a hint for you that I teased to Bubba Joe. Now, don't get this wrong. Bubba Joe, did I, in fact, tell you anything at all about this hint? True or false? But where did Bubba go? Bubba! <laughs> Disappeared. You you told oh, me. Sorry, I told, sorry. You didn't tell him you, directly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you told me you were excited. That's that's about what I know. I know. I told Bubba earlier today that I had a hint that was so important, that, that was so exciting to me, Bubba, that what did I do? I actually mentioned this in the in the contributors oh, chat you as well. Pre-record it. You had to pre-record it because you were afraid you would give too much away in your excitement. It, kind of that, and I just didn't want to mess it up. All right, I didn't want to mess it up. So, folks, it is pre-recorded. All I have to do is press a button, and the hint will play. And that hint will play right after this break my name is ultimate djs the first hint of 2022 comes up right after this break 
You're listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We return in a second. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Smello Instant Pudding. The pudding you better eat within two days or you're going to be cleaning out the entire refrigerator. It's the horror film that's got audiences reaching for their receipts. Christmas Returns. Oh, no. This sweater doesn't fit. I'll have to bring it back. Journey to a land where everyone must get in line and time is not of the essence. What's taking this guy so long? He's got one friggin' shirt. A world where money is not an object. He's paying by check? What year is this, 1982? A world where you never know what's in store. Oh, no. I forgot my receipt. Christmas Returns, coming soon to an overcrowded mall near you. Welcome back to Study Watch, a show that covers the latest studies with 98% accuracy. Of course, studies show that the group who conducted the study on our accuracy rate had an 83% accuracy rate of its own. This week, we discuss a new study on eating eggs, which, according to most studies, will raise your cholesterol. But now a new study claims that raising your cholesterol by eating eggs is a good thing for your health, which is in stark contrast with other studies on elevated cholesterol levels. A recent study shows that studies on the effects of eating eggs were positive 54% of the time, negative 44% of the time, with the other studies being unclear 2% of the time. Of course, many of these studies are still being studied by peer review groups, which studies show are 95% more accurate when it comes to vetting information than unaffiliated studies, which happen from outside the study community. We'll share an update to that study when we come back from this commercial, which studies have shown to be funny 53% of the time, confusing 31% of the time, with the other 16% of respondents saying they'll need to study the footage a little longer. It's a study in inconsistency. Thank you, Darksider. Welcome into the show. This is all that's been playing in the DJ household, Bubba Joe. Like, it has been, there's been strobe lights for the last 72 hours. <laughs> black lights, I replaced all the bulbs in my house with black lights. All right, and this has been playing out of my Bose speakers in like four rooms. Yeah. Been, it's been it's been a fun time in the ultimate DJ's household. New Year's. Do you just live? You just live in the middle of a rave? <laughs> yeah, that's that. My house has been a, a rave for the last seventy-two hours. Uh, good evening, <laughs> welcome in everybody. I love. You know what? Listen, because it's been so long. I think since I've actually been to like a proper nightclub, Bubba Joe. I live on top of a mountain in the country. Okay, it's like a six-hour drive to like a real 
club. <laughs> I used to be in them all the time. I used to, to DJ at a lot of clubs. And and I haven't done that in so many years. So I, I kind of get into these like little patterns and I'm just like, oh, I need it. And and that's where I live for like two or three days. That's all I do. In my in my head head earbuds, headphones, whatever. <laughs> that's all I that's all I listen to. Uh, that's right. Like all this week. You got it. All right. Um, let's see. I guess that's about it. We got to do prize giveaways, right? We have nothing else to do on this show, Baba Joe, other than to give away prizes. That is it. it. Looking back on 2021 coming up, uh, this Wednesday, uh, this Wednesday, we will be actually issuing a final grade on duality part three. Um, that is going to happen this Wednesday. Bubba Joe, I know, is super excited. His red marker is out of ink. Uh, <laughs> it's all out. Uh, and we're going to uh, – so we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, I did want to talk a great deal about duality tonight. We kind of touched on it. There's some good things, Bubba Joe. All right? There was some good things. But if we're breaking down – like, this was more of a year overview. Wednesday, we're getting into December specifically – and we're going to grade the arc, uh, and then uh, we've got some other stuff uh, planned as well. So that comes up on Wednesday, where we'll actually be grading the arc. Um, <laughs> lots of people asking about the the launch date of the new arc. I obviously can't tell you that. Uh, Seven oh four writes, you can't grade the arc during the next arc, so it must not be before Wednesday. I don't think that's a rule. I don't think that's a rule either. I mean, it makes logical sense. I guess. <laughs> I mean, so when an arc launches, there's obviously a lot of things we want to talk about specifically about that arc, but I don't think there's a rule saying we couldn't grade the previous arc during the next arc. True. That is true. Raxnar says grades have come after the next arc has started, if I remember right. Really? Is that a thing? Has that ever happened? I didn't know that that happened. Back check. Somebody, back somebody go and find out. I don't, I don't actually remember uh, if that's actually happened. Uh, okay. Fine. You know, I said that there was nothing left to do on the show. Nobody is screaming for the hint. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Finally. Uh, finally. Okay. Somebody finally got onto it. Okay. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we do, in fact, have a hint to give. Now, listen. Uh <laughs> Bubba Joe, I've been very excited about this hint. And I fully expect that some players are going to get scared to death when they hear this. Maybe. Maybe maybe not. Possibly not. Okay? Because there is one of the simplest mechanics in the game that you can use to protect yourself. But there is... We, we spent this entire show talking about core mechanics of this game, Bubba Joe. Core mechanics of the game and how things are going, how things changed this past year to major mechanics or new mechanics or this or that. And I said earlier in this show that the feature coming for this month is so game-changing, but sadly, it's not going to be free immediately, Bubba Joe. It will not be free in the month of January. So, with your Christmas gift cards 
with your birthday money, with whatever you could possibly, if, if this sounds interesting to you, if it's something you want to participate with, don't buy the pack just yet. You got that Christmas gift card, Bubba Joe? Slot it back into your pocket. Wait just a little bit more time. Because if you were a rare spender and you felt like this is an area of the game that you would like to have a little bit more fun with, then you are going to want to buy this pack. And ladies and gentlemen, I give you now the button press. Tequila, the pack's not out yet. Pack's not out yet. It's a new feature for January of 21 to 22. January 22. Bad habits. Here is your button press. Shield or a share. Shield or a share. Shield or a share. Shield or 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 share. All right, there you go. There's your hint. I'm only gonna play it that one time because it's pretty much the same thing. Like. There you go, Papa Joe! Oh, boy! I have never pre-recorded a hint. I've never done it, Papa Joe. <laughs> and I know, there was the production quality on that was absolutely terrible. Ivana Vaughn says that was super creepy. Vegas says I'm going to need a bigger boat. Jesse says maybe we can finally raid materials. Oh, boy. Bubba Joe... I, I hyped you earlier. I hyped you with this hint. But can you tell me how you actually feel about it? <laughs> what happened to Bubba? Um, oh, there he is. I'm here. Are I'm you, here. Are you in shock right now? Are you uh, contemplating? So, I mean, I am perfectly fine with shield or share, but I'm not, uh, you know, if, if they've made it so that rating is relevant for all ops levels, that scares me as to what the implication of that is. Um, my biggest hope is that what they will do is um, apply or allow a bonus loot type mechanic so that if you raid a billion of something, you get two billion of it as opposed to the one billion or something like that. Um as opposed to just saying, I can grab more of your stuff. Mm -hmm. Gregor, you have often told me that raiding is a thing long of the past for you. When was the last time you raided a base? Uh, November 19th, 2019. <laughs> 
November 19th, 2019. It's the last time that he raided a base. When was the last time either of you got cracked, Bubba Joe? Gregor? It's the last time either of you got cracked. Oh, God. A month or two ago? Jesse, you got cracked a month Years. or two ago? Yeah, by a D4. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, uh, it took him an hour, but, you know. That's a story for another day. Uh, the last Gregor, time it's been over a year, right? Jelly. Over a year for both of you. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, for sure. boy. Dragon Keeper says six months ago. Beat for the God says I haven't been cracked in two years. Well, let me just say. Actually, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm just going to let the hint speak for itself. I want fear to be instilled in everybody's hearts. Okay? Uh, I might even I might even play that as the outro music tonight, Bubba Joe. <laughs> that might be the outro music tonight. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't want to mess it up. I still, in playback, I think I still did like not really get it right. I'm glad that people thought it was really creepy. That was the intent. I wanted fear to be struck into the hearts of anybody who doesn't like raiding. Um, because... Let's just say this, Bubba Joe. Nah, I ain't saying nothing. Ah, this feature will change the game, Bubba Joe. That's all. That's that's where I'm gonna wrap it up. This feature will change this game, and we will see it in only a short. We'll see it in short order. All right. Uh, we have prizes to give away. We have prizes to give away. Is this correct? Bubba Joe, we do. We We've do. got uh, we got some stuff to do. Okay, so here's what we're going to do very quickly. I'm just going to do... Uh, so we promised to do our first big sh uh, giveaway show of 2022. So what we decided instead of... Because we're already at two hours and 35 minutes. So instead of, you know, playing a bunch of games, we're going to draw five names right here, right now. All right, five names right here, right now from our live studio audience, and you will have an opportunity to choose a chest out of our prize closet. Jeff says, how do I get in? Jeff, you're already in, buddy. All you got to do is be in this room. I'm going to draw names right now. Here we go. Contest and pick. Winner number one, Steven Zarin, is going to be Doug from, I don't know what server Doug is on. There you go, Doug. Congratulations to you. You're a winner. Winner number two is Tacos. Tacos from Server 41. Congratulations to you. Before I draw these last three, Bubba Joe, I'm going to tell everybody that they, too, listening in podcast, listening on iHeartRadio, listening on their Alexa device, will also have a chance to win because in our Spam It room, go down, get Get, get registered in our spammer room because coming up in just a few days. What is today? Sunday. Coming up by Wednesday, Bubba Joe, we're going to draw the other five winners plus our first spammer winner of 2022. So coming up Wednesday, six more prizes to be given away. DJ27 says, this is on iHeartRadio. Yeah, bet your Star Trekky butt it is. You can find us on iHeartRadio as well. You can find us on Google. You can find us in iTunes. You can find us in uh, the, the, what's the Spotify. <laughs> I don't use Spotify. Pandora, we're in there too. All right, absolutely. And if you're listening in podcasts, don't feel like you got left out.
because you have not only five, but six chances to win by coming and entering in our Spam It Room. Winner number three of the night is going to be... Uh-oh, did we break the bond? Stevens Aaron, fix it! <laughs> Stevens Aaron, the bot broke! <laughs> is Stevens Aaron fixing it? The bot broke! Can I try again? All right, here we go. Congratulations, DJ27. You're our third winner. Our fourth winner is going to be... Broken again. It died. <laughs> Steven Aaron. it died again. We've only got three winners so far. Steven Aaron, reset it again. again. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Can I do that command? Reset. Now let's try again. Borg Sentinel, you're winner number four. Let's try our fifth and final winner. Who's it going to be? Quackfu, server 31. You guys are my five winners. Congratulations. Five winners right here on this show. And all you got to do is shoot me a PM with your player ID and a random chess number. Just one. You don't get to pick three. One through 20. PM me one single chess number. You will win the contents of your one chest. We're going we're gonna to change up our prize given here this year, Bubba Joe. More prizes to be given, harder games to be played. All right. This one, although this one was pretty easy. <laughs> this one was pretty easy, but, you know. It's a pretty easy game, too. It was. It was. All right. Uh, very, uh, very quickly, somebody asked for uh, the hint one more time. I'm going to... Such bad audio quality. All right, here you go. <laughs> yeah, I was singing too, Bubba Joe. You hear it? It's good, right? I do. Yeah. Shield or share. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm going to try to do it live. Shield or share. Shield or Shield or share, 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 all right, everybody, that's it. That's the show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Eddie, he says, this is not appropriate for a grown man. <laughs> I think you're <laughs> probably right, man. <laughs> oh, God, you're probably absolutely right. Bubba Joe, thank you for being here, Bubby. Appreciate you. Welcome to 2022. Welcome to season three on our inaugural season premiere. Right, Gregor? Thank you for being here for the season premiere. Season three, episode one of Talking Trek. And uh, there you have it. Looking back on 21 and what we might be able to look forward to. Maybe as soon as this month, Bubba Joe. Woo! I would really encourage you guys to, to get crazy on the thinking about this one. Have some fun with it. Have some fun with it. Guys, thank you so much. Visit our website. Visit our website. Uh, that's TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com. 
where you can go and you can find our YouTube channel. We've got great videos up there. Hope you enjoyed some of the Christmas ones that we did. Uh, we had some event guides up there. All that stuff's over. New content is coming, I promise. Also, you can uh, find the uh, past episodes of the podcast. And maybe you're thinking to yourself, man, what a great show. What a great show, Bubba Joe. I would like to contribute financially to make sure that this show stays on the air. Like, that's important to me. Well, all you got to do is visit our uh, website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com and click on that button that says Become a Patron. And when you do that, all you got to do to turn your name gold right here in our uh, Discord and hear your name read on every single show is to donate and pledge a level of $5 or more per month. And you could join these fine players. I'd like to say thank you for the first time in 2022 to Gregor, JC, Chuck, Hank, I, Beglin, Venkman, Big Country, Scott, Stevens, Aaron, Dark Lord, Ahab, Fukum, Thorne, Virtual Army, Jayberg, DJ, Red 2, and Honey Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moses, Regis, Lady Kess, Engineering Free, Philly, Hudson, Morpheus, Cam, Culture, Z-Man, Jitski, Wingnut, CCXN, Fluffy Puma, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Rackstar, Striker, Jerry, Ryan, V-Ready, Indy, Daddy, Quack, Boo, King-O, Callus, Commander Taylor, Maztec, Demodarks, Blue Mandalorian, The Professor, Chronic Breaks, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fucking Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Cran, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Sentinel, Y-Man, Ripper goes 24 hours, Conair, Iris Jack, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, the Eggers, Storm, Harsh's Procedure, Lugga, Sub Commander, Doug, this fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Highway, Empire, Velvet, Thunder, Right Turn, Clyde, your mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, Seven of Nine, Lube, A Fox, Bills Mafia, E Rock, Midhead, Clueless One, Warren Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Dragonfly, Shady Pines, uh, Gopher, Counselor Q, Iron Chef, Yusuke, Nothing Better, a Fistful of uh, Jedi, Q Tip, Handy, Louis P, Hopes, Hammerhead, Captain Oblivious, Auto Obsession, Right Turn, Clyde, Bake Lama, G Force, I Kill You, Bayonetta, Rise of Hound, Garrick, JT10, Baminkas, Cavacor, Colgan, Baba, Incoat, Bayonetta, Beaver, Beaver, Harry Nelson, um, Joke, Dak, Ravager, Captain Andrew Stevens, Synchronicity, Admiral Poops a Lot, Barracuda, uh, Sand Coffin, Zuzu, Tosh, Stormbringer, Bernard, Tagora, Liam, Anesius, and those are our newest names right there, Bubba Joe. It took me, I had to go through the new list a little bit slower than I do the old ones. Guys, visit our website uh, to become a patron, turn your name gold, and join the ranks of these fine players in our Gold Patrons Club uh, by supporting $5 to Talking Trek. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome to 2022. We love you. We mean it. We'll catch you on the next one. Meow for now. Bye, everybody.